Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Friday, January 27th, 2017, and welcome once again to episode number 282 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WCWUS Radio Network right here on TalkShoot.com. It is the one, it is the only, it is WCWUS Revolution. I'm, of course, once again, Mr. WCWUS Chad Henshaw, back on the line here with you <clears throat> as we, of course, get things rocking and rolling here, as we always do each and every night here. <clears throat> during during the mothership broadcast right here on TalkShoot.com. and of course now our live uh, face, live video feature courtesy of the Revolution Radio Facebook page, of course on Facebook. <laughs> and let's go ahead and first I'll bring in our, our our men behind the wrestling news abuse here segment. Of course, as of last night, uh, dual Hall of Famers, uh, 2017 WWUS Hall of Famers, <clears throat> King Ice. Let's go ahead and bring them in here right now. First off, it is uh, the main man himself, the mainstay of the radio network, and the CEO of WCW US. <clears throat> and of course, the 2014 and now 17 WCW US Hall of Famer. He is the one, he is the only, he is the king, NWO GTS Gerard T. Smith. And of course, his, his partner is, is, of course, uh, the Iceman himself, J.D. Jared DiGirolamo. Of course, J.D. is a 2015 and also a 2017 Hall of Famer. <clears throat> also, of course, one of the hosts of WWUS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon from 3 to 5 right here on TalkShoe.com. 
And uh, right now we don't have the human sequestration John Grossi, but we'll have him on here hopefully momentarily. I uh, want to bring in, of course, two of the members of the WWS Click, and like I said, 2017 Hall of Fame premier team, of course, King Ice, Gerard J.D., welcome to number 282. It will be an explosive and dynamic, as well as, as I've been saying all week long, revolutionary revolution. Yes, indeed. Hey, uh. Yes, sir. And of course, the bluff flows, of course, when we hear the hey, yo, come from the, the amorous lips of King NWO. Yes, sir. And of course, for tonight, in addition to our wrestling news and view segment, of course, I'll be bringing the rest of history and birthdays for tonight, which we have some very interesting moments to talk about. Plus, also tonight, as we have been, as we have been uh, talking about all week long, we will have, of course, the final inductee of the W of the 2017 WWE US Hall of Fame class, as well as of course, um, uh, of course, our wrestling extras will be popping your way. Uh, we never know what we'll be doing. We know wrestling trivia. Uh, there's some more battle royals. We'll probably have. Uh, uh, never know what we'll be doing here towards the end of the show. So uh, we'll be, uh, but we'll let everyone know here <clears throat> here tonight, of course, as we. Of course, move forward here on 282 of Revolution. And, of course, if you want to join join myself, Gerard, and J.D., and uh, talk about everything and everything wrestling, of course, coming up over the Royal Rumble this coming Sunday, uh, King W.L. is the man that can that can get you on and, you know, and can, can, can get your way in here. Uh, King W.L., how can they pop on here and have a good time tonight? One seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. The ID number is one three eight zero five five. Press pound, press one. You can talk to us or listen to us right now. Yes, sir. Thank you very much, your GTS. And of course, let's just go ahead and dive right into our wrestling news and views here segment here tonight. Of course, our Hall of Fame tag team King Ice brings that to us every single day of the week here in the radio network. And of course, we'll go ahead and start with the main man himself. King and W.O. GTS, Gerard T. Smith. GTS, let's see what's on tap here tonight on this big time Friday evening. Yes, let's check it out. As noted, the currency of Torbella will resume on Wednesday, April 5th. WWE announced today that Nikki Bella will serve as the executive producer of the show. They announced the following today. Total Diva returns April 5th. Nikki Bella confirmed as executive producer. That should be interesting.
Man, I guess our wish came through, JD. The other women's match has been moved to the pre show, the six yep. woman tag team match. Yep. But our other wish didn't come true. The tag team match didn't get bumped up. Nope. Oh, no, it looks like Scott Dawson on the Revival disco painted his pinky. Oh, his pinky. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> oh, suck it up, it. man. It's a pinky. Wrap it up and suck. Duct tape, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I could have said that ain't better. I thought it was something major. Yeah. Be a man. Be a man. Uh, Be a man. Suck it up and duct tape it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Have a beard. God damn it. (laughs) Raw Women's Champion Charlotte recently spoke with Crave Online to promote Sunday's Royal Rumble. She will defend her title against Barry. Uh, Bailey, not Barry. I don't know who Barry is, but if you retain, <laughs> if you retain your title this Sunday, you'll head into WrestleMania season for the second consecutive year's champion. What is it like to carry the load? What does responsibility mean to you? I feel as the pressure makes me stay on my toes, whether it's a sit-down interview or backstage, whether it's a match, or I have an opportunity to do media. It's just one opportunity to get better. In terms of the weight on my shoulders, if it wasn't, I would be mad. So it's one of those things you go with. I'm grateful. It has been an amazing year. My pressure, because I've been consecutive to every pay-per-view, I'm going to do this one. I'm going to make this story better. I love it, though. This is my life right now. Who would be your dream match? My dream match would be Queen versus Queen. Stephanie McMahon. Hmm. But who's going to be the good guy? She laughs. It will be evil versus evil. Yeah, I don't know if she wants to do that. <laughs> I do want to be remembered when it's all said and done. I carried my father's legacy and continued, and I made a change in women's wrestling. I gave it my all. I tagged JD in. Okay, as you mentioned, how our yes, Nikki Bell will be behind the scenes starting in April for the final half of the sixth season as they have announced that she will serve as an executive producer for the Eden reality series of Total Divas Hour and said how after airing this past week are involved in the upcoming episodes. I'm very focused on my journey to inspire and empower women, women and I look at this as another step forward in doing so. I'm also grateful to WWE and honored to have been an executive producer on Total Divas. As a pioneer of the show, I want to use my expertise in creativity not only in front of the cameras, but behind as well. My goal is to continue to make Total Divas one of the best reality programs on TV. Meanwhile, Eric Bischoff recently is back in the news yet again, however, and recently he spoke about how he came up with the name NWO at the last minute, believe it or not, on Xbox 123 or 1 to, uh, 360 podcast this week. 
In fact, how are how are I'm not telling anyone that Hogan was the third member of the NWO. Bischoff simply said, "I was so determined to not let it leak that Hogan was the third guy. I protected that secret with my life, despite what people have said publicly for years of podcasts or interviews about what they found out. I called bullshit on 99% of it. Only a small handful of people knew. It was all improvised. There wasn't even a piece of paper with anything written on it." It was me and Hulk just going back and forth. We knew we had two to four minutes to fill. We knew what we wanted to accomplish. It was then I said, Hulk, I want you to say something like, and this is the new world order of wrestling. Meanwhile, Matt Riddle's in the news, however, mind you, and he actually says he wants to retire Brock Lesnar, believe it or not. Oh? Yeah, I know. Apparently, however, in his latest, and this comes courtesy of, our good friend, Mr. Jeremy Thomas, he appeared on the latest episode of Hitting the High Spots and says his career goal is to retire Brock Lesnar, however. You can see the clip below, however, which he said he knows the goal is lofty, but that's his M.O., which he says, even in MMA, I always set out outrageous goals. But trying to achieve that outrageous goal, you usually achieve a plethora of other goals that are good enough. So ultimate goal, and this is legit, I want to retire Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Hmm. Meanwhile, TNA's wrestling viewership dipped down 3,000 number 3,000 this week from 310,000 the week before to 307,000. And finally, however, actress excuse me, actress, um, uh, the one who played Della Reese on Perry Mason. I can't remember her name. However, you know who I'm talking about uh, Barbara something. But she passed away today at the age of 94. And also earlier tonight, we are sad to hear that Sir John Hurt, our star of movies such as Spaceballs, Alien, and Harry Potter, passed away of pancreatic cancer at the age of 77. Our thoughts and prayers are with the Hurt and also the other, uh, I can't remember the person's name, but Perry Mason. Hey, I think that's who it was, Barbara. That sounds, that sounds right to me, the one playing Dell Street, though. On, <laughs> I but, uh, yeah, apparently, like I said, John Hurt, of course, was uh, stars, like I said, of um, like in movies like Alien, uh, Midnight Express, however, and, of course, The Elephant Man. Like I said, he was 37. In fact, he announced in June of two years ago, however, mind you, however, he was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer, however, mind you. But he actually said, however, he wasn't really fearful about his death when he did an interview, I believe, last June, believe it or not. But like I said, however... Uh, Everyone remembers him as the role in Kane Hawaii, like I said. Uh, like I said, in fact, however, he remembers talking about how the ch- chess scene of Alien came about. How he told Ronald Schuston, Schuston of Empire Magazine back in 2009, Ridley did not tell the cast. They were just going to see it. The reactions were going to be the most difficult thing, said Scott. If an actor is just acting terrified, you can't get the genuine look of raw animal fear. What I wanted was a hardcore reaction. And like I said, the Alpha Man, of course, received eight Academy nominations, where he won for his Best Actor, but unfortunately, he lost to Robert De Niro in Raging Bull that year. And that is correct. It is Barbara Hale. Barbara Hale. I think, was she also on, I think, like I said... I guess she was yesterday. She was on Mission Impossible, too, wasn't she? Or that's Barbara Bain, I'm thinking of. Barbara Bain, I'm thinking of now. Yeah, but... The old one. Okay, but yes, our thoughts with Miss Hale's family and friends, along with Mr. Hurt's family and friends tonight. Uh, thank you very much there. Uh, thank you very much there, uh, JD. And uh, now going via our uh, <clears throat> via our uh, live video feed here tonight. Here, uh, of course, your uh, is of course uh, 
the last kicker herself, Anne-Marie Rickenbach, of course, a, a two thousand, another 2016 WWS Hall of Famer, and welcome to our simulcaster episode 282 of Revolution. <clears throat> we wanted to acknowledge that here. Uh, Gerard and J.D., thank you very much there, gentlemen, for providing us with the rest of the news and views. Of course, there are our Hall of Fame news tag team now, so I was going to start saying it that way. <laughs> and bring you all the news as fit the print. And if it doesn't fit, they always find an extra special way, thing to make it fit. And Gerard always has the best way. Um... Super glue and duct tape. The best way, hey, the best ways I know of, right there. Absolutely can't go wrong with that. Thank you very much there, uh, GTS. And now, like I said, with uh, <clears throat> uh, with the human space machine, John Gross not uh, still hasn't arrived here yet. I will go ahead and take care of the uh, rest of histories and birthdays. And we actually got two parts of it tonight. Uh, but we got one whole section here on, on our on our wrestling history page. Uh, that's all has to do with one uh, infamous event that took place 24 years ago today. Uh, this would be in 1993, yes. Andre Rene Rusimov, that's known to millions as a legendary Andre the Giant, passes away in his sleep of agromila... Oh, crap, I can't even pronounce this. Uh, Agromigali, there you go, in a hotel room in Paris, France. He was only 46 years old. And here's some, and this is, like I said, his history right here takes the first part of our history here tonight. We'll go ahead and read this off right here. Born to Bulgarian and Polish parents in Grenoble, France, on May 19, 1946, Andre experienced symptoms of gigantism very early. At age 12, he was 6 foot 3. He weighed 240 pounds, so large he couldn't fit on the school bus. He was driven to school by neighbor and future Nobel Prize winner Samuel Beckett. Beckett bought some land in the early 1950s and built a cottage for himself with the help of Andre's father, Boris. <clears throat> Andre himself was a good student, but he said a high school education was necessary for a farm laborer, so he dropped out after eighth grade. Though he did farm labor, woodworking, and help manufacture engines for hay balers, it wasn't good enough for Andre. At age 17, Andre moved to Paris and was taught the art of professional wrestling. Built as Guillaume Ferrer, he moonlighted as a wrestler while working as a mover to pay living expenses. He worked Paris and the surrounding areas before Canadian wrestler-slash-promoter Frank Vallis found Andre in 1966. He would be his business manager and advisor and would travel the world, making a name for himself in Europe, Africa, and Asia. It was while he was in Japan that it was discovered that Andre was suffering from acromegaly. There you go. That's how I'm going to pronounce it. A disorder where the anterior pituitary gland produces excessive growth hormone, causing severe disfigurement. The condition is often not diagnosed in its early stages. Rusimov was a regular in Montreal, so not the Montreal Forum regularly, but the novelty wore off as a number of credible opponents dwindled. He occasionally wrestled for the AWA as a special attraction. Then, under the advice of WWF founder Vince McMahon Sr., suggested Andre would be a worldwide special attraction and booked him as an immovable monster. He would be he would avail 
It'll be available to any organization anywhere, but only for a guaranteed fee. Andre debuted for the WWF in 1973 and quickly became one of the most beloved babyfaces in the sport. Though he was billed as undefeated prior to his WrestleMania three match with Hulk Hogan, Andre had taken some losses, though there were few, there were few and far between. He was beaten by El Kinnick in 1984. He submitted by was a submission by Antonio Inoki in 1986 and went to one-hour draws with Harley Race and Nick Bockwinkle in world title bouts. Andre also had a boxer versus wrestler win over Chuck Webner, the inspiration of the Rocky film series, in 1976. Hmm. Andre's biggest feuds came against Hulk Hogan, which spanned two continents, Killer Khan, culminating in a stretcher match in November 1981, and also Big John Studd, which culminated in a $15,000 body slam match at the inaugural WrestleMania. Boy, do I remember that match. Though Andre won the match, he never got his reward as he had the bag stolen from him as he was throwing cash to the fans. The next WrestleMania, he won a 20-man battle royal featuring WWF wrestlers and top stars from the NFL. That was classic. Around the time of Andre's feud with King Kong Bundy, he was scored the part of Fezzik in the film The Princess Bride. Andre himself said it was his favorite movie role. It was also around that time that his his condition was taking a toll on his physical health. Upon his return from filming, Andre wore a mask and wrestled briefly as Giant Machine as part of the Machines stable. Though Bobby Heenan, Stud, and Bundy tried to prove Andre the Giant and Giant Machine were one and the same, they could not, and the indefinitely suspended Andre, he was suspended for no-showing a tag team match with Stud and Bundy. This was done to cover his absence for filming The Princess Bride, was reinstated. Amazingly, it would be Heenan that managed Andre the Giant for the biggest feat of his career, Hulk Hogan. He began to jealousy that Andre received a smaller trophy for never being pinned or made to submit in a WWF ring, while Hogan received a larger trophy for his three-year run as the champion. Andre, at the behest of Heenan, challenged Hogan to a WWF title match, then proceeded to rip Hogan's T-shirt and crucifix. Andre also ripped into Hogan's skin a bit as a fingernail scratch caused Hogan to bleed. I remember that, too. Though Andre gained a psychological advantage by eliminating Hogan in a battle royal, just weeks before WrestleMania three, a battle royal that was also won by Hercules, it was Hogan who would body send the giant en route to Andre's first pinfall loss in a WWF ring. Famously, the seven foot four, five hundred twenty pounds Andre, though there was some dispute to his his height and weight for that matter, wore a back brace covered by his wrestling singlet. It'd be the first time Hogan slammed Andre. Andre slammed a then heel Hogan twice in the summer of 1980. Harley Race, El Kinect, Bruno San Martino, and Stan Hansen all also slammed the Giant at one point. The Andre Hogan feud would continue into the following year. On the first episode of the main event in February 1988, Andre defeated Hogan with the help of some shady refereeing to win his first and only WWF title, which Andre almost immediately sold to Ted DiBiase. That title change was made null and void, and the title made vacant until WrestleMania 4. But both Hogan and Andre eliminated each other with a double DQ 
They both had a say in the final match, as Randy Savage, with Hogan's help, went on to defeat DiBiase to win the WWF title. The feud came to an end when Hogan and Savage, known as the Mega Powers, defeated Andre the Giant and DiBiase, who was known as the Mega Bucks. Andre would feud with Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Jade the St. Roberts, Big John Studd, and the Ultimate Warrior throughout late 1988 and most of 1989. Late in the year, Andre, along with Haku, known as the Colossal Connection, won the WWF Tag Team titles from Demolition. The two would hold the titles from mid-December up until WrestleMania 6 in April of 1990. Post-match, Heenan berated Andre, but Andre re- responded with a huge slap in the face. With his health declining, Andre's appearances became more and more sporadic until SummerSlam 1991, his final WWF TV appearance. His last appearance came at a house show in his hometown of Paris, France in October. Andre's last TV appearance came for WCW in a brief interview in September 1992 at Clash of the Champions 20. Andre's final in-ring appearances were for Mexico's Universal Wrestling Association in April and May of 1992, and for All Japan Pro Wrestling in late 1992. Rusimov has been called by those around him among the most gentle and generous people that they've known. One story said Arnold Schwarzenegger tried to pay for a meal, but Andre insisted it so much that he carried him out of the restaurant and put him on top of his car. Oh, man. He was also the unofficial world's greatest drunk. <laughs> Legend has it he consumed over 100 sitting on multiple... On, on multiple occasions. This has been corroborated by multiple wrestlers, including Mike Graham, Dusty Rhodes, and the fabulous Moolah. Mm. On the night of January 27, 1993, Rusmoff sadly died in his sleep of congestive heart failure in his hotel room in Paris. He was 46. Making the death more tragic, Rusmoff was in Paris to attend the funeral of his father. His father, Boris, died just nine days earlier. Rusimov's body was cremated per his wishes, and his ashes were scattered on his ranch in Ellaby, North Carolina. I know where that is. That's, that's way, that's way out, far away from me. At the time of his death, he was survived by one daughter named Robin. I never knew he had a child, though. Huh. He left a lasting legacy after his death. In March 1993, the WWE established its own Hall of Fame with Andre the Giant as its first member. He served as the inspiration for the Obey, the Obey brand and the 1998 movie My Giant, written by Billy Crystal. A biographical, biographical video was released by WWE in 2005 based on his life, a reissue of the 1985 video cassette. A graphic novel, Andre the Giant, The Life and, and the Legend, was released in 2015, a movie based on the second graphic novel, Andre the Giant Closer to Heaven, is in the works. Andre's daughter, Robin, is a consultant on the film. In recent years, WWE added the 30-man Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Cesaro, The Big Show, and Baron Corbin have been the match's three winners to date. Andre is also a charter member of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter Hall of Fame class in 1996, the Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame class in 2002, and the Stampede Wrestling Hall of Fame. He was posthumously honored by Pro Wrestling Illustrated with the Editor's Award in 1993, listed as the third greatest wrestler of the PWI years in 2003. Who do you think he's going to win this year? 
Who you guys think will win it this year? Good question. It could be. It could be. Of course. I think Strowman could win it this year. It, it, it could. Uh, it, it could be. You never. You never know. You never. You never know. It could, it's something. So we'll definitely have to be watching out for that. And he was super machine. John Gross is also coming. Made it onto the talk shoot chat box. We welcome John on in here as well. Like I said, John is also a member of the, of the Raw Radio broadcast team, and he is the first 2016 U.S. Hall of Famer. Here is the second half of the history for today, January 27th. Uh, <clears throat> and we've got a big, whoa, and I mean a big, big uh, moment to start this off here. Uh, let me see here. I'll, let me do some figuring out here. Give me just a second. One hundred and thirteen years ago today, which we should put it at nineteen oh four, I believe, in Bellingham, Washington, Frank Gotch defeated Tom Jenkins to win the American Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, that's one of the biggest ones I, had, I think we've ever had. That I've ever we ever that we ever read. <laughs> Thirty six years ago today, we put it at nineteen eighty one. Yes, in Raleigh, North Carolina, state capital. Excuse me, the late Roddy Roddy Piper defeated Ric Flair to win the NWA United States Heavyweight title. With the win, Piper had to vacate the NWA World TV title. He had won from the Mass Superstar almost three months earlier. That was at the Thornton Arena, wasn't it? Hmm? I think that was at the old Thornton Arena, if I remember correctly. It might have been. I mean, I noticed it here was in Raleigh, so that could have been. Because that was one of the things he used to have, I remember, back in the day. Another... Another hotbed for wrestling here, of course, other than Greensboro, of course. And also Charlotte, too, we should say. Yep. Uh, 31 years ago today, put it at uh, 1986 in New York City. Randy Savage defeated WWF champion Hulk Hogan via countout. The two would have a match much more famous, which would have a much more famous battle three years later that would at the time be the most watched wrestling event in pay-per-view history when they met for the WWF title at WrestleMania. Twenty-seven years ago today, we put it at, uh, let's see, 1990. Yes, WBF airs the 25th episode of Saturday Night's Main Event in Chattanooga, Tennessee. The episode actually was taped on January the 3rd. It did not air until the 27th in 1990. Okay. Now, here's some of the matches that took place here in this. Randy Savage defeated Jim Duggan. Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior defeated Perfect and the Genius. I think that's one, one, that, that was one of the highlights going in towards our match at WrestleMania 6, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think that's when he smashed the title, too, if you remember. No, that was, no, 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 that, no, no, that was when Hulk Hogan wrestled the Genius. Yeah. No, but this is, this is a tag team match. Hulk Hogan and Warrior oh, okay. defeated Mr. Perfect and the Genius. Oh, okay. Miss Perfect came out during the match between Hogan and Genius. Yeah, it was, it was a different, different time. I'm, I'm, I remember that. Yeah, but now this is the one where I think where Open Warrior closed on everybody, even Hogan. But he didn't realize it, and then both of them to start getting in each other's face because, yeah. Anyway, Jake Roberts defeated Greg Valentine by DQ. Dusty Rhodes and Rick Rude fought to a double countout. Hmm. And Dino Bravo defeated Ronnie Garvin. 
25 years ago today, which would put it at 1992, WWF takes the, thir- the 30th edition of Saturday Night's Main Event from the Municipal Coliseum in Lubbock, Texas. The show that, that aired on airing February the 8th was the first for the Fox Network after airing on NBC the previous seven years. The decreasing popularity of wrestling would essentially, essentially discontinue the series with one more episode airing in November. And here are some of the matches that took place at this Saturday event. Hulk, I mean, Roddy Piper defeated the Mountie to retain the WWF IC title. Hulk Hogan and Sid Justice defeated Ric Flair and The Undertaker by DQ. I think mean, that's where Sid Justice walked out on Hogan, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. That's what I thought, okay. Sergeant Slaughter and Jim Duggan substituted for the Legion of Doom, defeated the Beverly Brothers, Blake and Bo. And Randy Savage defeated Jake Roberts. Post-match, Roberts was looking for Elizabeth in the steel chair as she came through the backstage curtain, but the Undertaker prevented the attack. I remember that moment, too. Yes. <clears throat> 23 years ago today, which would put it in 1994. Yes, that's right. WC, yeah, let's see. That's right. Yeah, that's right. WCW presented Clash of the Champions 26 from the Centroplex in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And here's some of the matches that took place here. Marcus Alexander Bagwell and Two Cold Scorpio defeated the team of Pretty Wonderful, Paul Orndorff and Paul Roma. Huh. Ron Simmons defeated Ice Train. Lord Steven Regal and Dustin Rhodes went through a 15-minute time limit draw for the WCW World TV title. Cactus Jack and Max Payne defeated the Nasty Boys, Brian Knobs and Jerry Sags. Flying Brian defeated Colonel Robert Parker with the loss. Parker was forced to wear a chicken suit. <laughs> <laughs> and the team of Ric Flair and Sting defeated Rick Rude and Vader in a tag team elimination match. Hmm. I never thought once in a while to see Flair and Sting working together, but that was one of those rare occurrences. 21 years ago today, uh, that would put it at, uh, let me see here, uh, 1996. Yeah. In Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Raven, Raven defeated the Sandman to win the ECW World Heavyweight title. The highlights of the bout aired on the January 30th episode of Hardcore TV. Let's see what else we got right here. 14 years ago today, we'll put it at, we'll put it at 2003. On Raw from Chicago, Illinois, Tough Tough Three winners Matt Capitelli and John Hennigan made their WWE debut. They went to a no contest when another Tough Enough alum, Christopher Nowinski, interfered. For Capitelli, it was his only match on Raw. This is he was about to be called up in 2006. Matt would be diagnosed with brain cancer and was forced to retire. Today, Matt is a trainer for Ohio Valley Wrestling. Hennigan, on the other hand, we going to a pretty modest career in WWE, winning the ECW Championship, the WWE version, three Intercontinental titles, and four tag team titles with two different partners for leaving the company in November of 2011. It's hard to believe he's been gone that long. Unbelievable. Nine years ago today, we put it at 2008, WWE makes its high-definition pay-per-view debut with the Royal Rumble of Madison Square Garden in New York City. 20,793 were in attendance, with 533,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. The show is noted for the unadvertised return of John Cena 
expected to miss as much as a year with a torn pectoral muscle, Cena returned as the final entrant in the 2008 Royal Rumble match. And here are some of the other matches that took place here. In a dark match, Jimmy Wang Yang and Shannon Moore defeated Deuce and Domino. Rick Flair defeated MVP. JBL defeated Chris Jericho by DQ. Edge defeated Rey Mysterio to retain the World Heavyweight title. Randy Orton defeated Jeff Hardy to retain the WWE title. And John Cena last eliminated Triple H to win the Royal Rumble match and a championship match of his choosing at WrestleMania 24. And here are some of the other participants that took place in the 2008 Royal Rumble. For number one was The Undertaker. He was eliminated by Shawn Michaels. Number two was Shawn Michaels. He was eliminated by Mr. Kennedy. Number three and number four, Santino Morella and the Great Khali were both eliminated by The Undertaker. <clears throat> number five was Hardcore Holly. He was eliminated by Umaga. Number six was John Morrison. He was eliminated by Kane. Number seven, Tommy Dreamer. He was eliminated by Batista. Number eight, Batista. was eliminated by Triple H. Number nine was Hornswoggle, but he never, re- he never re-entered the match. Number 10 was Chuck Palumbo. He was eliminated by CM Punk. Number 11, Jamie Noble. was eliminated by Chuck Palumbo. Number 12, CM Punk was eliminated by Chavo Guerrero. Number 13 was Cody Rose. He was eliminated by Triple H. Number 14 was Umaga. He was eliminated by Batista. Number 15 was Snitsky. He was eliminated by The Undertaker. Number 16 was The Miz. He was eliminated by Hornswoggle. Number (laughs) 17. Yeah. (laughs) Number 17. Oh, my God. Number 17 was Shelton Benjamin. He was eliminated by Shawn Michaels. Number 18 and 19, two legends here, Jimmy Superfly Snooker and Rowdy Roddy Piper, were both eliminated by Kane. Number 20, Kane was eliminated by Batista and Triple H. Number 21, Carlito was eliminated by John Cena. Number 22, Mick Foley was eliminated by Triple H. Number 23, Mr. Kennedy was eliminated by Batista. Number 24, Big Daddy V was eliminated by Triple H. Number 25 and 26, Mark Henry and Chavo Guerrero was eliminated by John Cena. Number 27, Finley was disqualified. Number 28 was Elijah Burke, eliminated by Triple H. Number 29 was Triple H, eliminated by John Cena. And number 30, John Cena won the whole thing. And some notes here. Finley was disqualified for entering the match before his number came up. He did so when Hornswoggle was attacked by Big Daddy Z and Mark Henry. Hornswoggle, who was then rescued by Finley, left through the ropes and never returned to the match. To this day, he is the only man that's ever been disqualified from the Royal Rumble. Cena was the second man to win from number 30. He was the last to do so until Triple H won from number 30 last year. And Cena's 8 minutes and 27 seconds was the shortest time spent in the ring by a Rumble winner. This mark would be broken two years later by Edge. Four, four years ago today, we put it in 2013, WWE presented Royal Rumble from the U.S. Airway Center in Phoenix, Arizona. 15,103 were in attendance, with 498,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. Though it was up from 446,000 homes from the 2012 edition, the number was seen as disappointing and by the higher-ups in WWE. Hmm. In a pre-show match, Antonio Cesaro defeated The Miz to retain the U.S. title. Alberto Del Rio defeated the Big Show in the last man standing match to retain the World Heavyweight title. Team Hell No defeated Team Rose Scholars to retain the WWE Tag Team Championship. John Cena last eliminated Ryback to win the Royal Rumble match. 
and a championship match of his choosing at WrestleMania 20, looks like 29. Uh, yeah, that's right. The Rock defeated CM Punk to win the WWE Championship. CM Punk won the match originally with interference in the Shield, but the match was restarted. The Rock won just a minute later. <clears throat> and in CM Punk's World Championship run at 434 days, the longest since Hulk Hogan's four-year run ended in 1998. And here's the results of the 2013 Royal Rumble. Number one was Dolph Ziggler, eliminated by Sheamus. Number two was Chris Jericho, was eliminated by Ziggler. Number three, Cody Rhodes, was eliminated by Cena. Number four and five, Kofi Kingston and Santino Morella, was eliminated by Cody Rhodes. Number six, Drew McIntyre, was eliminated by Chris Jericho. Number seven, Titus O'Neil, was eliminated by Sheamus. Number eight was Gold, Gold Dust. He was eliminated by Cody Rhodes. Number nine, David Otunga was eliminated by Sheamus. Number 10, Heath Slater was eliminated by John Cena. Number 11, Sheamus was eliminated by Ryback. Number 12, Tenzai was eliminated by Kofi Kingston. Number 13, Brodus Clay was eliminated by Chris Jericho, Heath Slater, Cody Rhodes, Sheamus, and I do believe Darren Young. Number 14, Rey Mysterio was eliminated by uh, Bad News Barrett. Number 15, Darren Young was eliminated by Kofi Kingston. Number 16, Bo Dallas was eliminated by uh, Bad News Barrett. Number 17, The Godfather was eliminated by Dolph Ziggler. Number 18, Wade Barrett was eliminated by Bo Dallas. Number 19, John Cena, of course, won the, won the Royal Rumble. Number 20, Damian Sandow was eliminated by Ryback. Number 21, Daniel Brown was eliminated by both Cesaro and Kane. Number 22, Cesaro was eliminated by Cena. <clears throat> Uh, let's see. Uh, yes, number 23, the great Khali was eliminated by uh, Team Hell No. Number 24, Kane was eliminated by Daniel Bryan. Number 25, Zack Ryder was eliminated by Randy Orton. Number 26 mm. was Randy Orton was eliminated by Ryback. Number 27 was Jinder Mahal, eliminated by Sheamus. Number 28 and 29, the Miz and Sin Cara was both eliminated by Ryback. And number 30, Ryback was eliminated by Cena. Three years ago today, put it at, uh, let me see, 2014, in Cleveland, Ohio, Phil Brooks, of course, best known to wrestling fans at CM Punk, walks out on WWE prior to that evening's Raw taping. After not showing up the next night as, at the SmackDown taping, WWE removed Punk from all promotional advertising. He was soon removed from all the promotional video materials as well, and save for his entrance video play on the March 3rd Raw, Punk became persona non grata in the company. This lasted until Punk was quietly moved to the alumni section of WWE.com when his contract expired in July. WWE did not make a formal statement, but Punk thanked his fans without directly mentioning mention his now former employer. The retired Punk opened up about his final days in WWE in an interview on Coke Cabana's Art of Wrestling podcast in November 2014, saying, among other things, he, he was mailed his termination papers on his wedding day after not being contacted by the company for months. He tried to reach out to them for unpaid royalties. He ultimately sued WWE and got an undisclosed settlement and that his declining health contributed to his surprising exit. It turned out he was walking around with a potentially fatal staff In interviews following his walkout, Punk said it felt good to be retired at 35 and that he would never, ever return to wrestle. Uh, okay, here we go here. Uh, 
we got a day late right here, but of course we have a we do have a birthday right here. Happy uh, happy twenty fifth birthday to Mercedes Kessner Verando, best known of course these days as Sasha Banks. Born in Fairfield, California, Mercedes moved up moved quite a bit when she was younger, when when her family had the fine schools and hospitals for her disabled brother. Because of this, she did her schooling online. Eventually, Mercedes landed landed in Boston. Where began her wrestling career. She began training for Boston Area Independent Chaotic Wrestling in 2008. It wouldn't be until two years later that she made her debut for the promotion in an intergender tag team match. As Sadie's KV, she formed an alliance with Nikki Rock. You may know her from her time as Roxy LeVeau. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Uh, in December 2011, she defeated Alexis in an I Quit match the Chaotic Wrestling Women's Championship. She would hold the championship for nearly nine months, vacating it when she signed a WWE developmental deal. That deal came two months after participating in a WWE tryout camp. She was assigned to NXT, WWE's developmental territory. <clears throat> in December, Mercedes made her television debut as Sasha Banks. She was involved in a secret admirer storyline revealed to be Audrey Marie, who was jealous of Banks' sudden success. In September 2013, after being defeated in an NXT Women's Championship match by Paige, Sasha, influenced by Summer Rae, attacked the champion. After defeating Bailey two weeks later, Sasha cut a promo and proclaimed herself as the boss. Banks and Rae would become the BFFs, the beautiful, fierce... Charlotte would join the group two months later after attacking Bailey. When Summer Rae moved up to the main roster in early 2014, Boston and Charlotte continued their rivalry with Bailey. The group split that summer when after they defeated Bailey and Becky Lynch, Charlotte left Banks behind to be assaulted by Bailey. Late in the year, Sasha, Sasha used the same influence that was used on her on Becky Lynch. After Becky turned on Bailey, the two aligned unofficially as Team BAE, best at everything. Sasha continued to contend for the NXT Women's title late in the year, but would lose to Charlotte on four consecutive occasions, December 2014 and January 2015. At NXT TakeOver Rival on February 11th, Banks defeated Charlotte in a fatal four-way match that included Becky Lynch and Bailey to win the NXT Women's title. She would have notable successful defenses against Charlotte and Alexa Bliss. She'd hold the championship for just over six months before losing to Bailey in a classic. We all have said this before. It was indeed a classic. Both were good, actually. The Brooklyn one the first time, and then yes. in October, the 30-minute Iron Woman match. And a classic at NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. Post-match, the combatants, along with former rivals Becky Lynch and Charlotte, shared a hug. The bout was highly praised by wrestling pundits and fans alike, and would win the NXT year-end award for match of the year. The two rematches that take over respect in a 30-minute Iron Man match, the first involving women in WWE history, Bailey retained with a 3-2 win and Sasha Banks' final NXT. Sasha, along with Becky Lynch and Charlotte, made their official world debuts in July as part of the revolution of the Divas division. Sasha would align herself with Naomi and Tamina as B- Team BAB, Beautiful and Dangerous, in her pay-per-view debut at Battleground, Sasha was defeated in a triple threat match involving Brie Bella and Charlotte. Sasha defeated Nikki Bella in a non-title match via submission in July 
and wrestled Paige to a draw in a women's beat-the-pot challenge. After brief, briefly feuding with Paige, Sasha went on to a went on a winning streak before being taken off television, allegedly due to injury, an injury that Sasha denied. Sasha returned at the Royal Rumble, attacking both Charlotte and Becky Lynch. Finley put her name in the hunt for the Divas Championship. After breaking away from Team BAD, Banks, Charlotte, and Becky would carry their feud into the reborn WWE Women's Championship at WrestleMania 32, where Charlotte went in the title. Charlotte's feud with Sasha continued into the summer, with Sasha teaming with longtime rival Bailey to defeat Charlotte and Dana Brooke at Battleground. To date, this is Charlotte's only pay-per-view defeat. On July 25th, the Monday following the second brand extension, Sasha defeated Charlotte for the WWE Women's title. She would hold it for, for, for all of 27 days, moving it back to Charlotte at SummerSlam. After failing to win it back in a triple threat match at Clash of Champions, Sasha would regain the title, the rechristened Raw Women's Championship, as SmackDown would introduce their own version on October the 3rd. She would lose it again 27 days later in a Hell in a Cell match to Charlotte. It was the first time a women's match closed a WWE pay-per-view event. Sasha would regain the title when she submitted Charlotte in a Falls Count Anywhere match on November 28th, but it had been the case, as had been the case two, the two times prior, Sasha would lose it in her first pay-per-view defense to Charlotte, this time losing 3-2 in overtime in a 30-minute Ironman match. Banks looked to congratulate Charlotte the next night on Raw, but was instead attacked by Nia Jax. Mercedes, a cousin of rapper Snoop Dogg, who performed her verse during Sasha's WrestleMania 32 entrance, enjoys K-pop music and loves the anime Sailor Moon. Growing up, Mercedes watched all, all Japan women's pro wrestling. She cites her favorite wrestler as Eddie Guerrero and was in, and well, and was in attendance for the Eddie Guerrero tribute show on Raw in November 2005. In a 2015 interview on Talk is Jericho, Mercedes revealed that she was unaware that Eddie had died until she arrived in the building. Mercedes was selected as Pro Wrestling Illustrator's Woman of the Year for 2015 and had the publication's Match of the Year with Bailey. In 2016, she won the publication's Feud of the Year and was ranked the number two female wrestler in the world in the PWI Female 50, right behind, of course, Charlotte was, of course, number one. Mercedes is married to wrestler Sarah Tong, a wrestler on the, on the independent circuit. He wrestles as Bizaki, is the best way I can pronounce this, and also he's a costume designer for WWE. The couple married last August. So there is your big time history right there. Here are two parts of it here tonight. There's one more part that we forgot. Huh? Well, Robbie. It was Sasha tonight. Her birthday was yesterday. Yeah. Well, it said a day late. It said on there a day late. And we also heard, what was it, 17 years ago, I think it was, uh, no, that's Tuesday I'm thinking of, no, it's Sunday I'll be thinking of then, because I thought something else, but it just escaped me. Oh, well. Okay. uh, That's all right there. Thank you very much there, uh, uh, of course, uh, Jordan and J.D. for for providing us with the rest of the news and views here as well. Uh, And... uh, I have no idea what this is that J, that JD posted on face on this chat box on Facebook, but I'm sure it's something uh, very. What was it? The Hornswoggle one? Does whatever happen to the? I don't know what, what it is. A- the anyway, fake Razor Ramon. 
Oh, that was is that is that? I think that that's is? what it is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll I'll look at it here a little bit later. Thank you very much, there, uh, JD, for sending that to my sending that here to uh, my attention. Uh, and I think we lost. Uh, I think I was about to ask GPS to give us the plug, but he said. I don't know if something happened. Um, he stepped away or what have you. I'm not sure what happened. I sent uh, to you. I sent to him. I sent to John. Okay. Uh, right. I got you. But like I said, just just now uh, we uh, uh, we seem to lose. We lost a little bit. Of, uh, we lost our link with uh, GTS, and hopefully we'll get him. We'll get him back on here momentarily. Uh, and uh, while we while we do that, of course, I will mention uh, I will mention a couple of quick things here. <clears throat> Let's see here. Uh, while we do that, like I said, I'll mention a couple of quick things here. Of course, keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we've got uh, of course more stuff in the radio network coming up here this weekend. Of course, uh, tomorrow afternoon, uh, we'll have, of course, WWUS Power Hour <clears throat> starting at around 2 o'clock, where myself and the Power Trio will talk about all of our shows in the radio network here of the, of the, of the past week. Plus, we'll give you our uh, take on all of the number of downloads that we have for each show. And also, of course, uh, and also, and, uh, other things here as well. So join us set this uh, tomorrow afternoon at two o'clock right here. If there's a change in time, I'll, of course, we'll definitely uh, get that out here to you. The call ID is of course one four one three six four pound four WWS Power Hour. And of course, special uh, edition of WWS Attitude Radio tomorrow night. As of course, GTS and Iceman here, of course, will be bringing you, of course, their uh, tag on what was going on with the NXT takeover show here, of course, tomorrow night, leading up here towards Sunday's Royal Rumble. And then, of course, <clears throat> uh, Sunday afternoon at 5 o'clock, of course, we'll have a special edition of the U.S. Revolution, of course, be our prediction show for the 2017 Royal Rumble. We'll give our thoughts and predictions here on uh, what uh, on who will win each match. And, of course, we'll also... Uh, <clears throat> Who knows, we might have a couple of bets here and there here as well. Uh, so definitely watch out here for that as uh, as well this Sunday afternoon at 5 o'clock, 138055-pound for the special edition of Revolution, the Royal Rumble prediction show. Uh, we still have not heard back from TNWO to R.T. Smith. Hopefully, hopefully something has not happened. Um, apparently, we just lost, lost connection with uh Hopefully we'll get him back on here soon. Uh, in the meantime, here uh, but, uh, let me see what we have right here on. Uh, let's Let's see 
uh, I, I do believe that uh, the Iceman here, uh, JD, is going to make his predictions here tonight. Yeah. Uh, for the 2017 Royal Rumble uh, event, because uh, he was not going to be available here on Sunday. Uh, of course, this is the 20th anniversary, we should say, because, of course, in 1997, in San Antonio, they did have a Royal Rumble match here as well. Uh, uh, let's see here. And I can go ahead and uh, what I will do, J.D., is I will run down all the matches and uh, where did all the toilet paper go? <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Some of whose lines it anyway, if you remember that. Uh, I will run down a list of matches, and I will uh, get take on it. And who you think is going to uh, think is going to to win um, win each win each win each match here? Uh, so first up, we've got eight matches total eight for this event. Uh, let me, uh, go ahead and get my, uh... And we also got five matches for the, uh, TakeOver show. Right, but, uh, of course, we'll just do, we'll just, y'all gonna talk about that tomorrow night, so, y'all, we'll save that for, uh, Attitude Radio, but we'll just go ahead and do the Royal Rumble itself, as you want to be available here on, uh, on Sunday. Uh, okay, let me see here, there is... I'll just do it like this. There are eight matches here that we have here on top. And okay. All right, first off, we'll just do it this way right here. Of course. <clears throat> and then let me take care of something right here. Let me see here. Okay. Uh all right, let's see what we have right here. Okay, we have three pre-show pre-show matches here. We'll go ahead and run those down here first. First off, here is a tag team match with oh. the Raw Tag Team Championship. Two referees are going to be assigned to this match. It's Cesaro and Sheamus defending the belts against the club, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. Uh, JD, your take on uh, this tag team title match? <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, you look at this matchup, however, I mean, the club have been screwed so many times in the past year. I mean, it just is, I mean, I think everyone is getting tired of seeing the same old, same old going on, however, and I think it's time for a shake-up. I mean, Cesaro and Sheamus have been an okay team for the past month or so. I mean, they haven't been bad. But at the same time, however, I think a lot of people are wanting to see uh, right now a change in the scenery, however, and I think they need do something else here. I mean, the club, I mean, they just keep getting buried everywhere by the management team and the writing team of WWE. And just, I mean, this does not make sense that this should be on the pre-show at all. This should be on the show itself rather than putting it off on the pre-show. It just doesn't appeal to me. I mean, this is going to be a good match. Don't give me, This should be a pretty good match. Some of them, we've seen the same old formula over and over again with these four. And like I said, how I think a lot of people are getting tired of seeing the same old, same old, however, going on with uh, these guys, however. So having said that, however, excuse me, I think it's the club's time. I mean, I think Cesaro and Sheamus have had like almost, what, close to a month reign so far of holding the gold. 
I think it's yeah. time for the yeah, it's been a month, so I think it's time for the club to do something here. I mean, if they don't get the tag team belts here, and Gerard, if he was here, would back me up on this statement too. I think they ought to be transferring over to SmackDown because right now, I mean, what are you doing with them on Raw? You're just wasting them, it seems like, and you're burying them. And any time you see fit, how it just continues to be a joke. So the club has to win here. Hopefully, they get the gold here and at least have a nice reign with it for a while. I mean, they got to hold on to it for a good while. So I'm going to take uh, that being said. I'm going to take the uh, club here in an upset. Okay. Very much there, J.J. And, of course, that is that is, on Raw. That is a match for Monday Night Raw. And here's another one uh, representing Monday Night Raw here as well. The singles match, of course, involving the ladies here between Sasha Banks and Nia Jax. J.J., your opinion, please. This one should be interesting because you look at Sasha coming back from the injury, however, and the question is, is she 100%? Is she ready to go? I think she is, but at the same time, however, I think she could be a little bit on over her head here. I think Sasha is uh, playing with fire that she, uh, right now at this point, better hope that she doesn't get scorched on. I think she's going to have a rough night here. I think Nia is pissed off after what happened Monday, however, and I think she's going to get payback and retribution here. So I'm going to take, as much as I like Sasha, the birthday girl here, I think it's not going to be a very happy birthday weekend for the uh, boss, so to speak, however. And no, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the other boss, Miss Banks herself, however. I think it's going to be an ugly night, however, and I think Nia is just too powerful. I think Nia is going to win this one. All right, so you're going off with Nia Jackson, the second pre-show match here at the Royal Rumble. All right, and the third one here is a six-woman tag team match, <clears throat> and this is SmackDown's contribution to the pre-show. It is the team of Becky Lynch, Nikki Bella, and Naomi to take on the team of the SmackDown Women's Champion, Alexa Bliss, Mickey James, and Natalia. J.D., your thoughts here, please. Again, another pre-show match with women, however. Go figure. you got the six women in this one. I'm, I'm surprised Mickey James is coming back to pay-per-view, however, WWE full-time. Not like NXT, which she was doing that in Toronto, however, a few months ago. But let's see how she handles herself. I mean, so far, I mean, what she did at TakeOver was good. Don't get me wrong, it was interesting. But I think, however, now that she's got two adversaries uh, being on her side, Miss Harley Quinn herself, Alexa Bliss, and she's got Nanny with her, however, it's going to be interesting to see how they're going to handle themselves against the trio of Nikki, uh, who the, Becky, and who's the other one again, you said? Uh, let me see. Uh, let me let me let me get let me get back to it here. I was just checking something out. Uh, let's see. Um, it was Becky, Nikki, and Naomi. Okay, Becky, Becky, Nikki, and Naomi. And Naomi coming back to television for the first time in a while. It's gonna be interesting to see what kind of response she gets from the crowd. Obviously, too. Uh, it should be an all right match. But at the end of the night, however, I just think however somehow some way. It's just going to be uh, Alexa and company. I just I think Nikki and them are in for a little bit of a rough night, unless they pull it off. But I just I don't see them pulling this one out for some reason. I'm going to go with uh, Alexa's team in this one. Crazy as it sounds. Okay, all right. That's for the pre. That's for the pre shows right there. So far as the JD's predictions here for the Royal Rumble 2017. Now we get to the get we get to the big chunk of the matches right here. Uh, <clears throat> first off here. Uh, no DQ match for the Universal Championship, and Chris Jericho will be suspended in a shark cage above the ring. KO the current Universal Champion defend against Roman Reigns. JD, your thoughts here, please. 
If this goes on first, don't be surprised if you see these two later on in the Rumble, however, which I think would be pretty cool if they go right out of the gate with this. This would surprise a lot of people if they throw this right out of the gate, however, and uh, get the audience hooked in right out of the gate, however, by putting in a good 15, 20-minute match, maybe 25 minutes here with these two. Um, it will be decent, but like I said, however, I think they're saying something up, power with Roman, however, and I think they're definitely setting up, obviously, something with uh, KO, but I think Right now, however, they're going to wait until maybe, possibly the next night, on Monday night maybe, in Laredo, or possibly in the next few weeks, to start building the tension a little bit that there has been talked about early on, like I mentioned last night, however, on Wolfpack, however, there is some talk right now. They might be doing a match with the Bromance Brothers, maybe with each other, and you never know if that's going to happen or not. Um, I think, as crazy as it sounds, and I know you're going to shoot me for saying this, and if Gerard was here, he'd say, you're crazy too, because he even thought I was crazy when I did this pick on uh, Monday I'm going to go with Roman in this one, as crazy as it sounds. I think Roman's going to take it to KO. I think KO's title reign uh, ends here. All right. All right. Next up here, singles match for the WWE Championship, as we've got the champion, current champion AJ Styles defending against John Cena. Uh, JD, your thoughts here, please. Why are they going back to this? I have no idea. I mean, Cena has, I mean, what is he has left to prove power. What are they going to do with him at WrestleMania? They don't have any idea where they're going with him at this point as far as Mania goes. And right now, I think they got to figure out, they got to do something with him pretty soon. I mean, how much longer is he going to continue to fight? That's the big question. There has been talk also they might do AJ and Shane O'Mac at WrestleMania. I would not want to see that, however, but if it comes to it, unfortunately, we're going to have to put up with it. Go figure. But you know what? AJ's had seen his number, however, quite a bit, however, the past year, however. I mean, he beat him. He beat him thanks to help from Gallus and Anderson, of course, and Vegas back in June last year. We saw what happened at Battleground, and of course, that even the score, if you want to call it even the score. But then we saw the big ending, what we thought was going to be the big ending, however, even though there's some controversy to that as well, at SummerSlam in Brooklyn back in August. Why are they continuing to stir this up, however, with these two? However, I mean, they could do so much more here. But, of course, AJ's the champ. He's the man that runs the camp. And guess what, Mr. Cena? I think your chance of tying Ric Flair's record of 16 times are may either come up short here, however, and may have maybe down the road if you get another opportunity, however, unless uh, this is going to be the final time you're going to go after that belt and uh, have a chance to tie Flair's record. But guess what? You're not going to. You're going to be laid out, however, with, let's just say, the style clash, and your end comes here tonight in San Antonio. So I'm going to go with AJ. I'm going to go with AJ to retain that belt. All right. Next match here, of course, is a match for the Raw Women's title. As Charlotte, once again, defends her title on a pay-per-view. This time she defends it against Bailey. JD, your your pick here, please. This shouldn't be a bad match, but you know what? However, I'm, I mean, you know how I feel about Charlotte, and I have spewed venom quite a bit at times on Charlotte. Yes, we know she's undefeated. Yes, we know she's a perfect undefeated streak on paper. Yes, we know Bailey is trying to feel her way on the roster and still trying to get her opportunity. I mean, originally there was talk, however, until I heard, however, now they might be changing it to possibly a fatal four-way, however, maybe, possibly, maybe, for uh, WrestleMania involving her, Sasha, Nia, and Charlotte. And if they do that, the question is, will it be elimination rules? Will it be for the title? We still don't really know. 
Right now, Charlotte's had a good long reign with the bell tower. I mean, for the past year, it has been like her pride and joy. Every time she loses a tower, she finds a way to get back into the good graces by kissing management's butt by basically they give it to her. I don't think the fans have, I mean, the fans have kind of had mixed emotions about Bailey so far since she's come up. But I think after what I saw this week in the interview with both Charlotte and Bailey, how you could tell that Bailey just wants to have that Rocky Balboa, Daniel Bryan feel good moment. It could happen here. And if it does, however, I think it's not going to last for very long, but you never know. I mean, Charlotte, of course, like I said, has held the belt now for close to a month. But for the past year, she's won and lost back and forth and been playing hot potato with her and Sasha. I think right now you ought to give Bailey at least a little bit of a run here. So I'm going to pull a shocker here. I'm going to say Bailey pulls off the underdog upset here in a big one. Okay. So you're saying, okay, okay. You're, you're telling me, you're saying that uh, you're picking Bailey. I think Bailey has it in her to pull it off. Yeah, I really do. I have a funny feeling telling me about this. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay, JD. We'll go ahead and we'll make a note of this here, right here, as as JD is choosing is choosing it's Bailey. Big crazy picks I'm picking this time, guys. I mean, I mean, there was a lot I've gone thought since Monday, however, and there's some I've kept since Monday too. Right. Right. Absolutely. So there you go. Like I said, this is JD's predictions here. Like I said, he he can mention whomever he 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 pleases here. So okay, here we go. Here. Okay. Now let's see. We got two more to go right here. Let me go ahead and dig these up right here. And the next one, of course, is the big time, the big match that makes the difference here. The 2017 Royal Rumble match itself, with 30 men for vying for an opportunity for a world title match at WrestleMania 33. Now, I will before I get JD's opinion about this, I, I will I do have some a list here of some of, of the some of the folks that of course have been announced here for who have announced themselves declared themselves for the Royal Rumble as of of course even though it's got uh tomorrow's date on it the 28th. I'm going to go ahead and uh, according to the Wikipedia page here, but I'm going to go ahead and just read off what I have here as of right now. I'm sure a lot of people already know this. I'm just going to read it off anyways just for the heck of it. Of course, Goldberg <laughs> on November 21st was the first man to declare it. Uh, Brock Lesnar a week later, November 28th. January the 2nd of this year, Big E, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, Chris Jericho, and Braun Strowman from Raw. Of course, Goldberg, Brock, Big E, Kofi, Xavier, Chris, and Braun, of course, a part of Monday Night Raw. The next night, Baron Corbin from SmackDown declared for his entry in the Rumble, six days later on the ninth, the Undertaker declared his his uh, his uh, name for the Rumble. The next night on SmackDown, Dean Ambrose, The Miz, and Dolph Ziggler declared themselves for the Rumble. <clears throat> January sixteenth, Cesaro and Sheamus, <clears throat> the current tag team champions, declared both both declared themselves for the Rumble. The next night on SmackDown, Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton, and Luke Harper declared themselves for the Rumble. Uh, January 23rd on Raw, The Big Show, Sami Zayn, Big Cass, and Rusev declared themselves for the Rumble. And as of this past Tuesday, the 24th, Mojo Rawley uh, from SmackDown declared himself for the Rumble. Uh, let's see, and this, I said there's like 22 that's already so far out of 30. We don't know who the other eight are as of right now. But, of course, that number will probably be updated here close to the Rumble itself. Uh, JD, based on this list, or of course, if you've heard any other updates or what have you, uh, let's hear your take 
on what is <clears throat> on, uh, of course, who you think will pull off the win in this year's Royal Rumble. All right, I'm going to do it with a little twist here, and you're going to like it. The first two guys I think in the Rumble are going to be, in my opinion, Cesaro and Sami Zayn. I think you're going to see them enter one and two. Number 30, I feel, is going to be either one of three people, Triple H, Braun Strowman, or The Undertaker. I'm going to go out on a limb, and I will say The Dead Man enters number 30, because I think they're going to hold it off for a while. As to who will win, it's tough. It really is, however. I mean, I want to see Goldberg win, and I think he deserves it. But there's always talk that uh, Strowman and Taker should deserve it, too. But you know what? I'm going to stay with my original thought that I've done most of the week, however. I think Goldberg will shock everyone and come out the sole survivor. Okay. All right, and J.D. is predicting that Goldberg will pull off the win in the 2017 Royal Rumble and go for an opportunity for a belt at WrestleMania 33. And the final final match here, of course, that we will talk about is, of course, the singles match for the Cruiserweight Championship, Rich Swan defending the belt against Neville. J.D., your thoughts on the Cruiserweight title match? This is going to be before the show, however, before the big uh, blockbuster main event, however, which is the Rumble. I mean, this personally should have been on the pre-show, and they should have bumped at least one of the matches, the tag match with the club, into this spot, however, mind you, and put Neville and Swan on the pre-show because the Cruiserweights are just not catching fire right now, and they're having a tough time getting people to watch. Um Swan, of course, had a little bit of an edge this week with his attitude getting to Neville, but Neville has done very well with this new heel turn I like. However, I think Neville's going to leave with the championship, and I think everyone in the Cruiserweight division better beware, whether it be Tony Nese, Drew Gulak, Cedric Alexander, uh, Grand Metallic, Lance Dorito, even Kendrick, however, maybe, and possibly whoever else, however. I think right now you're going to see a new champion merge out of this, and it's going to be Mr. Neville. And it could be the Black Widow, too. Michelle, welcome back. Happy New Year. <laughs> well, what a surprise here, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Uh, of course, as we did, uh, as we did, of course, uh, uh, I, I did not realize this, of course. Uh, um, the first lady. Not, while, while, we, while we were not, while we were doing this uh, prediction here. Uh, what well, I expect a surprise here. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, this is, of course, uh, making her, Return to the shows at the WS Radio Network after a long absence. It is, of course, she is a the first 2015 WWE US Hall of Famer. She is, of course, one half of the Attitude Duo from Attitude Radio. She also, of course, is the host of both uh, WWE US Women's Revolution and Team Main Main Event. <clears throat> she is, uh, of course, uh, of course, uh, the uh, first lady of professional wrestling as far as we're concerned. <laughs> she is the one and the only. She is the Black Widow. She is Michelle Lynn Dodds. Michelle, welcome back to number 282 of Revolution. Well, all I got to say is hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, Michelle. Happy New Year. Thank you, thank you. And, of course, of course, Michelle is a part of our, of course, this week of our sports broadcast. That we are do that that we are doing, of course, what we're referring to as a simulcast. And Michelle, I will explain what that is. Basically, is that if you haven't noticed it on the Revolution Radio page and the uh, NWO Wolfpack page, 
Uh, I am now also doing a live video uh, <clears throat> um, of myself here, of course, doing the show here. Of course, uh, coming from my, uh, um, of course, I'm filming myself. But of course, I'm talking to you while I'm filming myself. So, oh. so, so you'll be able to watch this. We'll go back and watch this again. Now you'll be very, you'll be pretty much surprised by it. Uh-huh. Uh, so, so, uh, so, so Michelle's also becoming part of, of course, our, of course, history here in WWUS. And speaking of which, and speaking, speaking of which here, uh, we have got, uh, uh, oh yes, we got another piece of business we need to take care of, of course. Uh, I was hoping, I was hoping that, of course, that, uh, uh, King and W O G R T Smith would be on with uh, with this because this was this was this was of course uh, <laughs> oh no he's not okay uh, uh, now of course unexpectedly join us here of course from the chat box to the line it is it is of course the first 2016 Hall of Famer from the simulcast to the chat box to the line yes it's me and yes the human super machine John Gross has joined us via uh, via the uh, uh, via, of course, uh, the the phone lines here tonight. Uh, but anyway, of course, of course, John is coming on here just in time. Uh, <clears throat> um, but uh, we'll um, but let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and, and get down to business here. Of course, while we have everybody here, uh, as I, of course, we've been doing all week long. We have, of course, been doing inductees to the 2017 WWUS Hall of Fame. And of course, this week I will go ahead and run them down one more time, leading up here to tonight's big announcement of who the next inductee is. First off, of course, Monday on Raw Radio, we inducted JD's cousin Dan, the franchise D. Geralmo, and Fonzie in, uh, as the first two inductees. Second, Golden uh, Tuesday edition of Revolution, we inducted Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziggler. Of course, his real name is Bobby Gilmore, of course, mine. One of my friends here in North Carolina, of course, he was, he was, he was inducted on Tuesday. Wednesday night <clears throat> on uh, Revolution, we inducted, and a historic event took place here as both Gerard and J.D., of course, part of our news tag team, King Ice, was officially inducted. They are now officially the first two dual Hall of Famers here in WCWUS. So King Ice is in the Hall of Fame as well. And as well as... <clears throat> Last, last night on NWO Wolfpack, another good friend of ours here, of course, has been a part of our show here many, many times. The lowdown himself, Kendrick Smith, also became an inductee into the WCW US Hall of Fame class of 2017. And now he leads up to tonight. And this is going to be big. This is going to be huge. And I hate that King W can, for some reason, unexpectedly left. I'm not sure what happened unless something came up, which I'm hoping he's okay. Uh, we'll double check on him here, and hopefully we'll we'll find out what's going on. But uh, anyway, uh, anyway, here we go. This is something here that Gerard and I, of course, did discuss, and we did plan on doing this. And <clears throat> we officially, as of this year, will be the first. Uh, will be, of course, uh, our opening. Uh, and, I, I, and I say that, of course, not literally, but our opening of the WWS Hall of Fame's Celebrity Wing. And what I mean by that is those well-known in, in our case, well-known in the world of professional wrestling who has visited us here on numerous occasions, 
will of course will be will be entered into the celebrity wing of the WWUS Hall of Fame. And the first two entries that we are going to put into the Hall of Fame here this year, uh, and, and uh, I think JD and John definitely going to be thrilled and surprised by this because, uh, of course, they have, they have appeared on Raw Radio on numerous occasions. Uh, the first inductee, of course, is a is a legend in professional wrestling. Of course, wrestled many times here, wrestled many times in the old WWF days. Of course, we also know him as a relative of the legendary Hall of Famer Jake St. Roberts. He is Michael Sam Houston. is the first inductee of the Celebrity Wing of the WWUS Hall of Fame. Of course, also class of 2017. And also, Chad, also, Chad, he was also in the first Royal Rumble match as well. Yes, that's right. That's correct. That's right. Thank you very much. I'm just running down stuff that I just know in the back of my head. But thank you very much, Eric John, for telling me. And the second person <clears throat> that we will induct here, of course, and all that, he was on, uh, came on uh, Raw Radio, of course, earlier part of last year. But, of course, we have to acknowledge this because we cannot forget this. He is a legendary, of course, wrestling announcer. Uh, of course, did a whole lot of it, mostly in uh, some of the old WWE, some of the old, Day, older days of the uh, WWWF, I'm sure, and also, of course, in some of the early days of the NWA and WCW, of course, I'm referring to the legendary announcer, Gary Michael Capetta, was also going to be another member of the Celebrity Wing of the WWS Hall of Fame 2017 class, so so on behalf of everyone here at the WWS Radio Network, we send our congratulations out to these two legends of wrestling. Michael Sam Houston and Gary Michael Capetta for <clears throat> uh, for like I said I've come on our show uh, shows many times and talking about wrestling and how it worked back in the day um, so on and so forth and got to we got to ask many questions and we were we were pleased as punch just to get a chance to talk to these men about how wrestling was and so like I said we we officially give them of course the first two entries into WWS's Hall of Fame. Celebrity Wing. So congratulations to everyone here at WCWS. Well, I'm uh, trying to get him, speaking of Michael Samuels, I'm trying to get him on the line with us right now to give him the news. Okay, all right, thank you very much there. AD, go ahead and just relay that to him, and uh, also relay the message to Mr. Capetta as well. Um, And uh, we'll definitely, like I said, definitely would love to to let him know about that. Uh, But of course, uh, of course, we are we are thankful here, ladies and gentlemen. And there you have it. It's 2017 WWUS Hall of Fame. And of course, I will run it down one more time, and I will name it just like this in this order: the franchise, Dan DiGirolamo, Fonzie, Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziggler, <coughs> King Ice, King W.O. Gerard T. Smith, and Iceman Jared DiGirolamo as dual Hall of Famers. The Lowdown, Kendrick Smith, and Michael Sam Houston, and Gary Michael Capetta. So congratulations to everyone here this year on being inducted into the, the class of 2017 in the WWS Hall of Fame, and it will be it will be posted and pinned in the WWS Hall of Fame page here between sometime tonight or tomorrow. I will get that on there so that way everyone will have an opportunity to look at that as well. So, <clears throat> so congratulations to everyone there this week uh, for for these nominations in the Hall of Fame. Uh, 
And, of course, uh, like I said, we still have not heard from him. King NWO, we still have not heard back from him. Uh, I don't know if he was on earlier, and I'm not sure what happened. I didn't realize that he had popped off while I was doing the history earlier. Uh, so I'm hoping he's okay. But, uh, maybe, we'll, his phone, maybe his phone died. We'll have to check it out. Well, we'll definitely check it out. And I did ask him, and he didn't. He has. He's, he jumped off of Facebook. I'm not sure where he is. He had something he had to do, obviously. But uh, I'm hoping he's okay, nonetheless. Uh, and, oh, wait a minute. We have another caller coming in here, of course, through our simulcast 282 of Revolution. Hello? It is Louisiana. Hello? Yeah, well, now I'm, hello? Hello, yes, sir. Hey, yeah, this is Sam Houston. I was told to give you all a shout. Yes, sir. Mr. Houston, yes, sir. Welcome this evening to number 282 of WCWS Sam Revolution. Sam Houston. Yes, uh, I'm Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you here, sir. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, well, I wanted to mention to you, so first off, uh, good to talk to you again. Uh, professional, professional wrestling legend, Michael Sanderson here, ladies yes. and gentlemen. Very neat. Uh, yeah, I appreciate that. Yes, sir. And also, yes, the announcement I just made, sir, I believe this is why, why we, uh, uh, we, 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 were at, we asked you to give us a call. We have now officially inducted you. We do this every year. Uh, we have officially inducted you as part of our uh, new celebrity wing of the WWS Hall of Fame class of 2017, sir. I would like to extend oh, cool. our, our congratulations to you, sir. Thank for you. For all our shows and talking about wrestling we're with us, sir. And I do appreciate We do definitely appreciate that, sir. I appreciate it myself, man. That's great. You know, I mean, that's just an honor. And coming from you guys, too. I mean, you know, yes. wow. I really appreciate that. Hey, can I tell you uh, y'all some stuff? There's some big stuff that's going on in my life right now. Sure, y'all mind? We love to hear well, please, sir. Go ahead. Come on, come on, yeah. here, sir. Well, you know, I, I, I guess a, a lot of people know. You know, the, uh, I lost everything in the floods a few months back in Louisiana. Uh, I mean, forty thousand uh, homes. I mean, were uh, forty thousand families were displaced. I, I, you know, I was one of them. Uh, anyway, you know, but uh, I had my pickup truck and I had my stuff with me, some of my stuff with me, and in the stuff I had with me, I had my wrestling boots, you know, and uh, I put them back on and uh, started hitting the country. I've been from uh, Vegas to Minnesota to Georgia to the Carolinas. Now I'm down in Florida, you know, and I'm, I'm really lighting the world up in the ring. Well, some opportunities that have come my way, and this is something, man, I want all your listeners to check out. It's West Virginia Weekend in the Country. It's coming up July 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. This is going to be the biggest wrestling and country music festival type uh, deal happening this year. I mean, I, I would, uh, I'm not going to call it a WrestleMania or anything like that, but it's, it's like got definite Great American Bash potential. You know, yeah, this is for the old timers like me, you know. Um, but, you know, I, I uh, accepted an offer. There was a whole lot of stuff going around with some bad publicity and bad press because there was some confusion uh, in booking uh, some of the talent. Uh, the, the group that I'm signing with, the Florida Legends of Wrestling, uh, they contracted some of the wrestlers 
and because it's it's contracted through Florida Legends of Wrestling when the, when they were asked about West Virginia weekend in the country, they're, they're seeing West Virginia. They didn't know, you know, the the one contracted them out for the other. But it's going to be a huge NWA and and Florida Legends of Wrestling uh, get together with with guys. Uh, I have to, I have to step off the line for a couple of seconds. I will call right back in five minutes. Okay, bud. Okay, I'll keep it going for you. I, I just keep talking, and nobody ever missed nothing for you. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I, I mean, I hadn't. Li- I wasn't. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, no. But uh, Nelson Entertainment has offered me, has made me a very, very, very good offer. Um, as far as is coming on, on and helping with the wrestling and the entertainment, uh, the, with and and the events, I'm, I'll be the event manager for for Nelson Entertainment and stuff. Now, in cases like that, I have to take myself out of the office position if I'm going to be a participant. You know, I will do that. Um, but but uh, but it, but it's just going to be handled the right way. That's why we've taken the last couple of weeks to go ahead. And re, I mean, uh, reconfirm all the talent that we've got, and the list is going up this weekend. All the all the uh, the music acts, everything will be all lined out, and everybody will get a good uh, a good shot at it. You can go to Facebook and look up West Virginia Weekend in the Country, and you'll you'll I mean, if you you'll you'll see everything that's up there now. But the list is not complete just yet. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, we got we've got just about forty legends, NWA, uh, WCW or WWE legends, on the event. You know, at the event, uh, <laughs> uh, Ario Speedwagon, Thirty Eight Specials, George Ed Jones, Mickey Gilly, Johnny Lee, Justin Bates. Uh, gosh, uh, there's there's a bunch of them. You know, it, it's going to be awesome. It's a three day weekend there in West Virginia, so. Um, uh, and uh, champions will be crowned. I mean, it's going to be an, uh, a big. It's going to be an. It's going to be a, a big summer event. There's all okay. I can say. Okay, we'll definitely. Uh, we'll definitely. Hey, Chad. Sure. Yeah. Oh no, I wasn't talking to him just yet. Uh, Chad. Oh, yes, Chad. Sir. Yes. Um, may I ask Mr. Houston a question? Sure. Please go ahead, John. Please, please proceed. Um, okay, this Sunday will be Royal Rumble pay-per-view in, uh, Texas. Um, who is your favorite to win the Royal Rumble match? Well, if it was, if I was there, it would be me, of course, you know, but since I'm not there, it really doesn't matter to me. I mean, if I was a plumber, I wouldn't go watch another plumber on my day, day off for the toilet in, would I? No, I mean I, I, they've got a lot of great. They've got a lot of great potential. They got a lot of guys with some tremendous potential. I mean, you got the you know everybody up there's uh, pretty much on their A game. But then again, you got to look at like the the politicking and this and that and the other one. You know, you know. I mean, you, you already know it ain't square going in. So it's all like you know it's all this big juggling act. As I don't know, so probably they'll have a midget win or something. You know? No, no, no. You know, they could have the big show, they could have the big show trip over Hornswoggle and fall out of the over the top rope. (laughs) (laughs) You know, look some of the some of the things 
some of the things they do up there, dude, are, are really good. I, I just never really got into the politicking, you know? Right. And, 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 okay. and some, you know, let, if I'm going to be, you know, if, if it's there's going to be a storyline or something, let it happen in the ring, you know? Let it happen with, with with my, you know, not that I, oh, I'm going to go to this motel room and see this other guy's girl and get beat up because they got nine cameras all over the place. I'm trying to figure out what part of this don't I understand. You know what I mean? <laughs> You've been in the Rumble matches before, Mr. That was in the first one. I was in the yeah, first you were, one. I was saying that you was in the first Royal Rumble match before, Mr. Houston. How yeah. does it feel to be in that Rumble match? Oh, how would it feel? It'd be awesome, dude. But they're not gonna. They don't want me to. They're not gonna give me a shot. I mean, not now. Um, <laughs> I mean, it'd be great. It'd be right. great, but. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, if I remember correctly, you were involved in about the one that they did at WrestleMania Four back in the day. About Royal, which Bad News Brown won. Yeah. Yeah, I was in that one. Yeah, I think uh, uh, you uh, you lasted in there for quite a bit for one what I can remember of that match. Yeah, uh, what I remember too. And you know what? I, and one of the things I remember, I don't remember flying through the air so gracefully. I remember that sudden stop though. Every time I see it when I hit the concrete floor, yeah, I remember that. You know? Oh, I understand. Oh yes, sir. Um, yeah, that's kind of like when you watch yourself get kicked in the head again. You know, it's like, oh man, I feel it every time. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Well, oh man, oh man. Well, like I said, this is what we were talking about here. It's her great wrestling memories, of course. Here, ladies and gentlemen, we're just going to start episode two eighty two of WWS Revolution. Here, of course, one seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Call ID one three eight two at five five pound. Uh, press that one and definitely chime in here tonight. Uh, we've had a we've had a great evening here, especially with of course our latest induction, uh, of course of the WWS All of Fame Class 2017. Our celebrity wing here this evening, of course, has officially opened up, and of course the first man entered into that is of course the le- legendary, and of course legendary in our eyes, of course, is Michael Sam Houston who, of course, has been on our shows in, here in the radio network uh, several different times over the last uh, last several months. Uh, Mr. Houston, you also joined uh, legendary announcer Gary Michael Capetta. That's cool. The Liberty Wing of our Hall of, of, our Hall of Fame. And well, your name cool. will, be put on our, will be put on our Facebook page called WWS Hall of Fame. It will be a pinned post on there. It will be sometime tonight or tomorrow. We'll get that on there. And yeah, you and you'll tag me in it or whatever y'all y'all do, so it'll come over to me, and then I can share it. I'd really appreciate that, guys. That's awful Absolutely. nice of you. Absolutely. Well, like I said, hey, do I get a great do I do I get a great big check with that? Like you know, I mean, <laughs> I mean uh, I Hall of Fame, you know, a great big check would go great with it. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> hey, we would love we would love to do that. We we we, uh, we, uh, we would. I'm, I'm kidding, guys. I'm I'm kidding. I just wasn't trying to put no heat on you. <laughs> I'm back, guys. <laughs> but anyway, back here is the man right here. And of course, uh, we also have to, we do a, 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 little, a, a little bit of gratitude here to the Iceman Jared DiGiorno. Of course, if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have been talking to Mr. Houston here in the first. Uh, 
in the beginning here, of course, on WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon. Uh, of course, uh, now we get to talk to him. Uh, we get to talk to him live here tonight. Of course, there's moments after the big announcement, of course, as I said, Michael Sam Houston, along with legendary announcer Gary Michael Capetta, is the first two in our celebrity wing of the WWS Hall of Fame. Of course, the class for 2017. Thank you so, very much. I got to run right now, but please, um, I, I, I need. I, I, I'll get the information and everything. But uh, have Jared, Jared reach back out to me, and uh, when he does, I'd like to set up uh, a time and, and come and do the whole show with you again, and kind of give you a better idea of what's going on with Nelson Entertainment and where I'm going to be and 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 what's going to be happening. I've got a whole lot of dates that I want to plug. And I'm picking up, and uh, and if you get a chance to see me in your area, I, I promise you, I won't let you down. Hey, Dan, before you go, real quick, I was going to ask you: uh, Are you free Monday, possibly after the Rumble? Sure. We can maybe get you in on this Monday's Raw Radio Show if you would like sure. to come on. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What time? We would like to have you come on actually this Monday about the aftermath of the Rumble and share your thoughts about the Rumble this year and also the NXT Takeover that's going on tomorrow night in San Antonio. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, just uh, give me a shout, and I'll definitely love to do it. I'll get in touch with right. you over the weekend for sure. Okay, thank you. All right. Yes, sir. Thank you, Mr. Mr. Houston. We thank you for coming on, sir. We're a big pleasure. Thank you very much. And yes, sir, ladies and gentlemen, that was indeed the legendary wrestler Michael Sam Houston, of course, <clears throat> uh, coming on here tonight, of course. Uh, uh, for the, uh, coming on, I do thank KD for bringing him on here with us here tonight. As, of course, as we do announce that he, along with uh, legendary announcer Gary Michael Capetta, are now in the celebrity wing of the 2017 class of the WWS Hall of Fame. Of course, is now also part of the class of 2017. Uh, and also during this, we did uh, we did end up losing uh, the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds as well. Uh, so she had to leave. Well, I, think she, I think her phone eventually might have died today. Uh, so, <clears throat> but... Uh, Gentlemen, we've got about uh, 12 minutes here, 11, 12 I think Troy's coming but... back in, too. I just talked to him. I'm working with the team and him back on the line, too. Okay, okay, all right. Well, just don't say anything about Michelle. Uh, uh, so. No. Okay, good. Yeah, just don't say anything. Okay. Just don't... Trust me. Trust me. Ah, excuse me. Where did all the toilet paper go? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Did John make his picks already while I was out? Like I said, no, I, I haven't think. made my picks already. Oh, okay, okay. All right, well, John, here's what we're going to do with that. We're just going to, like I said, uh, just, uh, <laughs> uh, just, just, just a quick rundown here. Uh, we're going to a little bit past what we're going to talk about the new because there was something else I, want, I did want to do here tonight. Uh, so if you if you like, uh, John, just and I'm just going to name the match, and you just tell me who you think is going to win said match uh, here. So let me let me make you let me make you a spot here. You don't need to give us an explanation, just give us who you think is gonna win. Uh first off, uh the raw tag team titles, Zaro and Janus versus the club. Your thoughts, please. This is very interesting to me. Uh I gotta take off speakerphone, but uh I'm gonna I'm listening now to you guys on the phone in my ear now. But this is gonna be an interesting match. Um Seamus and Cesaro, they've been champs for the whole entire month. Just broke the New Day's uh rec- the New Day's sixteen month reign as tag team champion. I can I can multiply in math by now with that. But uh I see Seamus and Cesaro still retaining the titles. 
but you don't know about the club. I think the club might hang on there and retain their tag team titles as well. So you're saying the club will pull off the win? Yes, I believe so. Okay, because right. they because they've been screwed out so many times this year in 2016, and I think this 2017, I think this is the time that they say, okay, club, you messed up in 2016. You all debuted that year, but you didn't have the tag team title, so this year we, we're going to give you the tag team title to see how you can run with it. Okay, all right, okay. Uh, next up here, Sasha Banks versus Nia Jax. Oh, man. that Ever since she came to the WWE, guys, I mean, this Nia Jax, she, she's been on a terror. No, no Raw Diva has never, ever stopped her in her prime. Well, Bailey, of course, because she beat her for the number one contendership. But nobody has been able to just, to just put down Nia Jax. But if there's any one person that can put Nia Jax down, I believe it has to be Sasha because she was the women's champion three times. She beat Charlotte three times, but does she have enough in the tank to beat Nia Jax with that injured, but with that injured leg and all Chad and JD, that's going to be a huge factor. And Nia's likely to target that. But I would have to say the boss Stops Nia's reign of terror. Okay. All right. I'm going against you, John. Uh, JD. Why? You're rooting for Nia Jax, are you? Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Sasha has it. But with that knee, it is not 100% yet. I don't think she can stand on that foot, however, mind you. And it's going to be tough because you've got a monster who is not ready to play games. Dude, after all these, after all the years, man, after all the years we've been through, I know. You take Nia I'm, I'm, I'm going with Nia for this one. I, I, this is a, this was. I told Chad this was a tough one for me to pick. This was one of the few tough ones I had to pick up. All yeah. right, okay. all right, I'll go. I'll hold it against you, JD. All right. Okay. Where did all the toilet paper go? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Easy, guys. Easy here. All right, six-woman tag here, uh, John. Becky Lynch, Nikki Bella, and Naomi on one team. The other side, Alexa Bliss, Mickey James, and Natalia. Your thoughts here, please. Oh, man. That, that, this matchup, to me, it has, a lot, has a lot of history because cause if you remember Survivor Series, this is all the way it's well, – well, when Becky Lynch won the women's talent backlash, this is the way the whole rivalry started. First, you had Alexa, Becky win the women's title. And my Alexa app just came on. Alexa, sorry. Don't worry about it. Sorry, guys. That was my Alexa app. <laughs> but um, what did I say I like before? I'm sorry. But anyway, as I was saying, Becky won the women's title, and Alexa was upset. She didn't how she didn't get it. So she won the title at TLC, and then on the other hand of this rivalry, you have the feud ruined between Nikki and Natalia because of what Natalia did at Survivor Series, and you have Mickey had Mickey James return and help Alexa Bliss win her women's title, I mean retain her women's title in a cage match. 
So, a possible scenario, and I'm sorry, J.D., but I'm going to have to go against you this time. You're looking at Natalia, Alexa Bliss, and Mickey James win this match. Yeah, Damn it, my Alexa win again. <laughs> Lace like you a lot, then, apparently. Alexa, we're talking to you. <laughs> Every That's time awesome. I say, every time I say the name Alexa, it appears on. It just goes it on. Just yeah. talks, goes All on. Right. John, just give me the who you think will win each match. Like I said, there's no need to do an explanation for the following for the next few right here. Just tell me who you think will win each match here. All right. <clears throat> First off, Universal Title match: Owens versus Roman Reigns with Jericho being suspended in a shark cage. Yeah, I would be suspended in a shark cage watching Roman Reigns, but. I think Owens is going to retain the universal title. Okay. All right, WWE Championship. AJ Styles defending against John Cena. Oh, it's going to be AJ Styles. No doubt mm-hmm. about it. Never did all the toilet paper go. Uh, <laughs> I've I, I, I watched too much of those clips and whose lines in anyway. I can't help it. I mean, that's where I got that from. Uh, the Raw Women's Championship. Charlotte defends against Bailey. Hmm. Well, you've seen me disvoice my disdain for Charlotte a lot on my Raw podcast shows, which is also simulcast on Facebook. But I think Bailey's going to win somehow, but I don't think she's going to win the title. I think it's going to be on a disqualification or a countout. So you think she'll win, but you think it'll be by DQ or countout? Yes. Yes, because okay. Charlotte's going to have somebody by the skin of her teeth to help her. Okay. All right. The Royal Rumble match itself. Uh, I've already told JD that as of this page, uh, the Wikipedia page, there have been 22 competitors named of of, of the 30 that that supposedly will take part in this. I will run them down, and you can go by this list, or if you know anybody outside this list, you can put put their name in the hat here as well. Here, Here they are. Goldberg, Brock Lesnar, Big E, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, Chris Jericho, Braun Strowman, Baron Corbin, The Undertaker, Dean Ambrose, The Miz, Dolph Ziggler, Cesaro, Sheamus, Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton, Luke Harper, Big Show, Sami Zayn, Big Cass, Rusev, and Mojo Rawley. So far, so we have listed. Uh, John, if you know anybody else outside these 22, or if you want one of these 22, just uh, what's your take? Uh, oh, excuse me. Your excuse, anyway. Um, number one and number two has to be Sami Zayn and Dolph Ziggler. And I think the number 30 entrant will be The Undertaker. Now, I have not heard anything about the surprise returns recently, but, um, I mean, we do might have some, like, Royal Rumble guys like Kalisto, Apollo Crews, and somebody, and maybe the club. But I think we could see surprise returns like Kurt Angle. Um, well, Shawn Michaels ain't going to be in that Rumble because because he's going to be a special guest, although we would love to see him in that Rumble, but but I don't think it's going to happen. Um, Kurt Angle, and I would throw in two cruiserweights like TJ Perkins and Brian Kendrick. The other one, uh, I'm going to have – I guess I might have to wait and – the other one that uh, would be tricky for me, Samoa Joe. 
Okay, so who do you think will win the overall Rumble itself? Um, see, I've been torn on Goldberg and Undertaker winning the Rumble recently, but uh, if they're smart, which they should do, maybe, just maybe, give Zayn a miraculous Royal Rumble upset. You're going with Sami Zayn. Yes. Call me crazy, guys, and and stab me with knives about it. Well, as I just asked, where did all the toilet paper go? <laughs> and finally, the cruiserweight match, which Rich Swan defending against Neville. I was stopping you right there. I was trying to stop you right there before you were doing the Royal Rumble match too, Chad. Um, but anyway, I think Neville's still going to win the cruiserweight title. Okay, you're going with Neville. Okay, so we actually... Uh, as of right now, ladies and JD and John has given us their predictions for the for 2017 Royal Rumble pay-per-view, and I will run those down right fast. We'll go a little bit of overtime right here with 282 of Revolution. There's something else I want to do before we call it a night. <clears throat> uh, of course, let's just run this down right fast. Uh, as for all the matches here for the Raw Tag Team titles, JD and John both say the club is going to win the belts. For the match between Sasha and Nia Jax, J.D. says Nia's going to win. John says that Sasha is going to win. The six-woman tag, both J.D. and John both say Team Alexa Bliss will pull the win off in that. The Universal title match, J.D. believes Roman's going to win it, while John believes K.O. is going to retain it. The WWE title match, both John and and, uh, J.D. both say that A.J. is going to uh, uh, retain that belt. The Raw Women's Belt, Raw Raw Women's Championship, J.D. and John both said that Bailey is going to win, but the only difference here is John believes Bailey is going to win by either a count-out or a disqualification. The Royal Rumble match here, of course, we're, 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 we have a different right here, as uh, J.D. believes that Goldberg is going to pull the ultimate win off, while John believes that Sami Zayn is going to pull a very big-time upset here and win the Royal Rumble match. And both J.D. and John believe that Neville will, 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 will defeat Rich Swan and win the Cruiserweight Championship. So we will definitely read these on our prediction show on Sunday afternoon at 5 o'clock, special edition of Revolution, as we talk about as we talk about the 2017 WWE Royal Rumble. Uh, before we go here, dear gentlemen, uh, the one thing I wanted to do is uh, is um, through, our, through my last list that I made, of course, of the WWE 2K17 roster off of the video game there, I would like to put together some a, a bunch of, of one-on-one matchups, like divide up the matches that I made here originally, and put and um, and uh, and go with and ask both of y'all who you would pick, uh, um, who who would you who would you like to see win in a match between two two these two like two of our two um, opponents here. Um, so we're just going to go out. You, you'll get what I mean when I start doing this here. Okay. But let's try this, for example. They do, so I'll ask you this first. All right. Okay, so guys. Okay, John. Okay. All right, John. Listen very carefully. Uh, in a match between Alexa Bliss and Alicia Fox, who do you think would win? J.D., I'll ask you first. What's that? Between Alexa Bliss and Alicia Fox. Foxy. John. Alicia's going to get blissed. 
Okay. All right. And I wasn't going to have to say the name Alexa because because I know that app is going to come. <laughs> the match between Alundra Blaze and Brie Bella. Who would you think would win? JD. Brie. Uh, John. Brie. Okay. The match between Carmella and Charlotte. Who do you think would win? JD. No contest. I'm not going to roll this one. I can't finish. <laughs> John. Yeah, I'll have to say the same thing because the quote Stone Cold Steve Austin, Carmel and Charlotte would be boring. Carmel would be with her boyfriend, her new uh, boy toy, James Ellsworth, the nerd. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Mr. Starbucks, yeah. Uh-huh. Mr. Uh, Gucci, Mr. Uh, 1980s nerd, however, as long as in Revenge of the Nerds, the remake. There you go. For <laughs> the match. Oh, jeez. Oh, J.D.'s laying it thicker on than molasses. Mm. And oh, my between, goodness, J.D. And that's between Asuka and Bailey, J.D. Asuka. <sighs> Both are good, but, yeah, you got to go with Asuka. Asuka's just too tough. She owned Bailey twice last year, and she's going to do it again. Okay. And, okay, John, you already said that, so I'll go to the next match. Becky Lynch and Dana Brooke. Who would win, J.D.? Becky, my girl, who else, Howard? She'd have that Irish temper and scorch, Dana Brooke. And John. Becky Lynch. Okay. And a match between Emma and Eva Marie, J.D. Who is it again? Emma and Eva Marie. Ah, I got to go with Emmalina. And will they please bring her to television this week? Hopefully instead of these stupid vignettes they've been shown for the last three months. And John. I have to agree with JD on that one with Emelina, but as far as this match goes, no contest. Okay. Everyone uh, will bore themselves to sleep. Okay. Lita and Naomi. Who would win? JD. Good match here, but Lita's too strong, I feel. Okay, and John. The woman that the woman that defined the attitude era and the woman that left Matt Hardy for Edge. Lita. <laughs> yeah. Natalia and Nikki Bella, who would win? Oh, but I don't get deleted. Uh, you know what, however, Natty's developed more of a heel side than before, but you can't go wrong with the queen of Nick of Madam Nikki, and Nikki still rules the roost in some ways, however. Okay, and John, your thoughts here? Uh, John Cena's girlfriend, which I okay. still hate, but I like Nikki instead of John Cena. <laughs> there you go. Paige and Sasha Banks, maybe. Ooh, two good ones, however. But you know what, however? Paige might not come back to WWE. I think she, after got those two strikes against her, I think there's a lot of heat still on her. You can't go wrong with the boss. Sasha Banks wins here. Okay, out of John. If Paige came back, this match would be a great one. So I'd have to say Sasha. Okay, Sasha, okay. Stephanie McMahon and Summer Rae. JD. Stephanie, Summer Rae's a gold-digging, money-grabbing, trash-bag hoe. Uh, John. Oh, JD, you're always kissing the authorities' backside. But I'll have to go with Stephanie. Okay, all right. Trish Stratus and Tamina. JD. <laughs> and this is in honor of our good man, Mr. GTS, R.T. Smith and Gerard. If you're listening, buddy, I'm picking this for you, buddy. Satisfaction guaranteed. That's right. And John. Trish. Okay. And the final women's one here, 
And remember, one of these ladies was not in the game. I added her myself during when I did the original roster. Nia Jax and China, JD. Great match here, but you know what? You still can't go wrong with old school here. China, the ninth one of the world, who should be in the Hall of Fame and will be in the Hall of Fame hopefully this year if they have any common sense whatsoever. Got that right. And John? Yeah, I agree with JD. Who can argue with one of the best women's wrestlers in the world who could stand tall against the men, China? And now we're going to go to, to, to the ones that were originally tag teams. But what we're going to do here. We're going to divide them up. We're going to say tag team partner against tag team partner in this case, just for the heck of it. Okay. okay. All right. The members of the Vault Villains, Aiden English and Simon Gotch. J.D. I am going to go with Aiden English. Okay. John. Draw because the fans would go to sleep for that again. <laughs> Enzo and Big Cass. J.D. Big Cass, and he's seven foot tall, and you can't teach that. Sorry, Enzo. John. Janie, I'm going to have to disagree with you, my friend. You're going with Enzo? Yes. All right. All right. All right, we see two members of the New Day going against one another here. Big E and Kofi Kingston. J.D. Kofi's got the moves. I'll tell you what, however. Big E's strong and powerful, but you know what? Something tells me Kofi with that giant heart of his is going to pull off a big upset here. Okay, and John. Kofi Kingston, you want to know why? Why? Hold on. Hold on, guys. Hold on. Because New Day Rocks! New Day Rocks! That's it. Let me ask you guys this, though, real quick. Do you guys see, if if Kofi does get in the roller shoot, could we see maybe, I mean, it seems like every year he does something that just wows us. Could we see it again this year? We could. I mean, oh, I would, what, I would what, what has he not done this year, I mean, in Rumble history, that he can break records for? I mean, he's been on chairs. He's been hanging by a thread in half these Rumbles. I mean, he always finds a way. Oh, oh to, I got okay. it. I got it. I what? got it. What do you got? A crowd. If Kofi's dropped over the top rope yeah. and he um, and he uh, lands lands to the fans, what if, you know when they do, like, mosh pits? Hits that rock stages. Oh yeah, yeah, Maybe. yeah. Crowd surf, crowd surf, yeah. Crowd I, surf, yes. That's not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. It's not. It's not. No, it's not. Uh, and let's, let's see. Two, uh, two uh, legendary tag team competitors here going against one another here one on one. Bubba Ray Dudley and Devon Dudley. JD. Oh, both are good, but you know what? Bubba Ray has that edge, but the attitude. I'm going to go with Bubba. And John. Make this match a table match because Bubba will put Devon for the table and Bubba won't have to tell Devon to get the table. Bubba's going to tell Devon to get his own table. Yeah. There you go. All right, next up here, the members, of course, we know them now today as the Shining Stars, but here they were known as Los Matadores, Diego and Fernando. Uh, J.D., your thoughts here? No contest, like John said. However, another one puts you to sleep here quickly. All right, uh, John? Sorry, he's asleep right now. Yeah, 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 yep. Okay. Oh, 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 where am I? No contest. <laughs> okay, there you go. Where did all the toilet paper go? <laughs> all right, uh, Jimmy and Jay Uso against one another. JD, your thoughts? Ooh, good match here, but you know what? How are, I think that uh, Jay has the edge here. Uh, John? 
Well, yeah, Jay may have the edge, but what if Jimmy has the edge? Mm. Could we see them in the Rumble, maybe? They haven't been announced yet. Could be. And if they have the edge, they will use it to shave their face. No. Yeah. <laughs> or, or I, oh, okay, yeah. Anyway. Wait a minute, which, which just popped to my mind, too. What? JD. Yeah. What if, what if this Sunday night mm. we saw Rikishi in the Royal Rumble match? Yeah, you could see that as a surprise. That's a possibility. Yeah, that's a very good possibility. Yeah, it could be. Like I said, they always wait till the last minute to name the surprise. That's probably what what, what they're saving the other eight spaces for. And it may be a few positive. Who knows? Mm. All right. Next up here, member the two members of the Ascension, Connor and Victor. John, your thoughts here? Oh man, that would be a draw. Too. Yeah, he would take here. I'm gonna take Connor. Okay. The members of the Outlaws, Road Dog and Billy Gunn. JD, your thoughts here, please. It's me, it's me. It's D O double G. Okay, and John. I'm an ass man. <laughs> I got that song, by the way, too. Uh, anyway, uh, Blake and Murphy going against one another. JD, your t- thoughts here. Ooh, another good one. Murphy. Okay, JD. I mean, John. Blake, because he always has a lot. No, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Murphy has, is engaged to Alexa Bliss, right? Yeah, I think so. Well, I think Murphy's going to win. Okay, all right. Uh, and now the members of American Alpha, Chad Gable and Jason Jordan. J.D., your thoughts, please. Gable. He reminds me of John. Kurt Angle. Gable. Ready, set, Gable. Is that, is that right? Okay. Yeah, we haven't seen... Seen them lately too. Mm-hmm. Uh, the members of the revival. Your thoughts here, uh, JD, is going one against one another. Dash and Dawson, who should be on the Raw roster very soon, I feel. I'm going to take Dawson. Okay, uh, John. Yeah, da- Dawson. Okay. The legendary Hall of Famers, the Bushwhackers, Luke and Butch. Your thoughts, JD? I want to say it will be Butch. Okay, and and John. Well, at least if they don't, well, at least it's not a Royal Rumble match where they didn't have to last a few seconds in this match. Oh, okay, John, okay. But I'm going to say Luke. You're going to say Luke? Okay. Yeah. Okay. And this is going to be interesting. Now, you're going to have four guys to choose from in this, the Wyatts. And here's here's the four I will mention. It's the original four, we'll say. Bray Wyatt. Uh, Eric Rowan, Braun Strowman, and, and Luke Harper. JD, you, you're first. I'm going to take Bray. Take Bray, okay. And John. <clears throat> I will say his name in five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> That's nice. Very nice indeed. All right, here we go. Here we go. We're going business big time now. We're getting into the big guys here. This is going to be interesting. AJ Styles and Alberto Del Rio. JD. The phenomenal one, AJ Styles, who will walk out still the champ come Sunday. And John? AJ Styles. He's going to put Alberto Del Rio back in the border. There you go. All right, next up, Andre the Giant and Arn Anderson. JD. Two good guys here. But you know what? No one messes with the boss. 
and we honor him on his birthday today. Arn Anderson may be great, and he is great. Don't get me wrong, but I'm going to go with Andre the Giant. Right. Well, it's not his birthday today. Today, it was the day that he passed away. Sadly, his birthday is in May, actually. Oh, that's right. That was 24 years ago today. He passed away. Sadly. Oh, okay. That's right. But, but still, we still honor him each and every time we watch wrestling. Of course. All right. Next match here. Man, uh, old John, did you say? By the way. Oh uh, no, I said Andre the Giant. And Andre. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. My apologies. <coughs> Bam Bam Bigelow and Baron Corbin, JD. Who is it again? Bam Bam Bigelow and Baron Corbin. I'm going to take uh, Baron Corbin. Okay, J- uh, John. You can make it a hardcore match while you're at it, but Corbin's going to win this one. Okay, all right. Next up here, the big boss man and the big show, JD. Boss man. JD, I mean, John. Hey, Paul White, you're, you're a big, nasty bastard, and your mama said so. Bossman will win. And your daddy's dad. I'm sick and tired of hearing you cry, my daddy, my daddy. <laughs> oh, whoa. Whoa, okay, yeah. We're going to big time over town here tonight, ladies and gentlemen. A great impression there, John. Uh, Bo Dallas and Booker T, J.D. Booker T and who? Bo Dallas. Booker T. Sorry, Bo Dallas, you're not going to believe. John? Booker T. Can you dig it? Sucker! We have, oh, we have two members. Gerard would hate me if I sent this to you guys. There's a picture of Brock. It says, this guy, Bo Dallas, says, hey, Brock, guess what today is? And then Brock just looks real serious and says, what though? And Goldberg says, 126, and then there's... Lesnar with his eyes bugging out his head. Oh, oh my goodness. Two members of the Legendary Heart Foundation right here in, in this next matchup. Red Hart and Brian Pillman, J.D. Draw. It's tough to call because both are so good. Yes, and John. Jamie, you can't call, do call that a draw. I'm going to have to say Bret Hart. Mm-hmm. Sorry, excuse me. Uh, next up here, the British Bulldog and Brock Lesnar, J.D. Brock and who? The British Bulldog. Brock Lesnar's going to destroy the Bulldog. Sorry. Uh, and John. Oh, it's definitely going to be no-brainer here. We all know who's going to not come back from the F5 and not going to come back from mi- millions and millions of German suplexes, Brock Lesnar. And I'm sure... We're not we're not going to see 29 superstars come out the same in this match when Brock right. puts a heart in with those German suplexes this Sunday night at the Rumble. That's right. Uh, next up here, Cactus Jack and Cesaro, JD. The Swiss Superman. And John. Hey, Cactus, have you ever been on a swing before? Well, you just are because you're about to be swung by Cesaro. <laughs> And this is going to be very interesting. This is an interesting contest right here. What's your take? If we're watching wrestling throughout the years, y'all would be able to probably tell who would win this. Would you pick Chris Jericho as he was as he is today or Chris Jericho as he was years ago? J.D. Jericho now, I think. Okay. And John? You know what, Chris Jericho 0-1? You just made the list. Uh, Okay. Well, as he was a few years back, okay, all right. Uh, 
All right, next up here, Christian and Curtis Axel, A.D. J.D. What? Sorry, what was it again? Christian and Curtis Axel. I'm going to take Axel. Okay, and John. Christian. Okay. Daniel and Chad Black. did the honors to wake J.D. up. <laughs> there you go. Where did all the people go? Daniel, <laughs> Daniel Bryan and Darren Young. I Daniel Bryan. John. Daniel Bryan. Okay. Next up, this is going to be a good one. Dean Ambrose and Diamond Dallas Page. J.D. Dean. John? Dean. Okay. <clears throat> Next up here, Diesel and Dolph Ziggler. J.D. Dolph and who? Diesel. Diesel. John? Oh, Diesel. He's going to... He's going to drop Ziggler's attitude because with Ziggler's attitude, I think Cecil needs to teach him an old school lesson. There you go. Next up here, Dude Love and Dusty Rhodes. J.D. Dusty. Don. The American Dream, baby. (laughs) Next up here, Earthquake and Edge. J.D. Edge. John. Edge. Okay. Next up here, Fandango and Finn Balor. J.D. Finn, and I think you're going to see him this weekend. Can't wait to see. Can't wait. We do. Can't wait to see that. And John. Finn. Okay. Next up here, Goldust and Heath Slater. J.D. Goldust. <laughs> and J.D. Well, J.D. didn't have to... Janie didn't have to tell me twice. I'm going to have to go with, I'll do this one better, Janie. You'll never forget the name of Whoa! Now into the gold dust here. Both are very good. Both both are very good. All right. Hideo Itami and Triple H as he was during the Blue Blood days. Hunter Hearst Hensley. J.D., your thoughts here? A Tommy. And John? You know, Tommy, he's a great wrestler, but in all seriousness, I never cared much for that Hunter Hearst Hensley blue blood thing, but for once I'm going to go with Hunter Hearst Hensley, the blue blood. Uh, okay, all right. Okie doke. Kalisto versus and Corporate Kane, J.D. Corporate Kane. John? Corporate Kane before he turns himself into the demon and kills Kalisto even more. There you go. Next up here, Kane as he was as part of the Brothers of Destruction and Kevin Owens. J.D. Hey, Al. John? Kane was better in 98 when he was in that attire era, but it's going to be an impossible match, but if K.O. puts Kane down, he's going to put the big red machine down and let his fire light his fire out. There you go. Next match here, Larry Zabisco and Lex Luger. JD. I want to say it's Zabisco. Okay, John. Luger. Okay. Next up here, Mankind and Mark Henry. JD. The world's house of pain is going to induct Mr. Mankind to pain. 
and John. Well, you know what, JD? If that was hell, if this was a hell in a cell match between these two, Mark Henry would chomp mankind to bits and throw him off the cell twice. And I think Mark Henry's going to win that one. Okay. All right. Next up here, The Miz and Mr. McMahon. JD. <laughs> Guess what, Miz Howard? You're fired. <laughs> okay. And John. Miz, you're fired. <laughs> not bad. Not bad. Not bad. All right. Next up, some of this is getting good here, guys. Mr. Perfect and Neville, JD. Ah. Neville may be the king of the cruiserweights, but there is only one true perfect one, and his name is the great Kurt Henning. There you go. And John. Perfect. There you go. Yes, indeed. Next up here, R-Truth and Randy Orton, J.D. The Viper, R-K-O. And John. Randy Orton. Okay, thank you. Oh, this ought to be an excellent one. This is, I think this was a good Legends match right here. Randy Savage, and Razor Ramon, J.D. Well, I hate to say the Macho Man in the Madness Kingdom, however, might be having a little tough night, however, because there'll be a toothpick coming his way. And he says, say hello to my little friend at the end of the night. <laughs> That's it. And All right, Al Pacino. <laughs> Razor Ramon. That's it. All right. Next up here, Rick Flair against Rick Rude. JD. Draw. It's too tough to call because both are so good in their own way. Yes. And John. Woo! Okay. All right. Thank you very much, John. Good response there. Next up here, Ricky Steamboat and Rikishi. JD. The dragon breathes fire, and he breathes fire so well, however. It will be Ricky the Dragon. All right. And John. Steamboat. Okay, thank you. Next up here. Ooh, this ought to be good. The Rock and Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns, John is going to be checked into the SmackDown Hotel, so you might as well uh, get him a room while you're at it, because the Rock will lay the people's elbow on him. And John. Roman Reigns, the Rock is going to take his 16... He's going to take his boot, boot off just like this. He's going to kick it, kick you with this boot just like this. He's going to turn that sideways and stick it straight up. You're kidding us. If you smell, what the rock is cooking. Oh, my God. That might have been the best rock impersonation ever. Ever. That is awesome. We're going to go back and listen to that again. That's going to be a highlight of the real. Yes, for this year. Yes, indeed. I'll get definitely keep that in mind. Next up here, uh, I don't want to sneeze while I do this. Rusev and Sami Zayn, JD. Ole, Ole, Ole. And John. Sami Zayn to win. The Bulgarian brute is going to be crushed. That's it. With the hula of a kick, though, it's gonna be tough, though, because I mean, he has—he's sort of like—he's sort of like—he's like the scrappy underdog that never gives up the fight. 
He'll keep on fighting. He'll keep on fighting no matter what the odds are against him. Lana and Jinder Mahal will both tend to Rusev after after he gets done, after Zane puts that Haluva kick on Rusev, yep. and they will they will tend him in his hotel room. Oops. There you go. That's it. Next up here, Samoa Joe. And oh Seth dear, Rollins. I've said too yeah. much. Yeah, Samoa Joe who? Seth Rollins. Ooh, the Architect versus the Samoan Submission Machine. And I think we're going to see Joe this week. I'm telling you right now, Joe will be at the Rumble Sunday. You heard it here first. He will be at the Rumble. I have a feeling. Um, I agree. But you cannot go against the architect. It's just not going to happen. Seth Rollins will win. Okay. And John? Seth Rollins. Okay. Next up here, this all be pretty interesting. Shane McMahon and Shawn Michaels. J.D. Shane and Shawn. Hmm. Hold on a second. Lady saying, where did all the total paper go? I'll be right back in a second. Uh, I'm going to take Shawn Michaels. I'll be right back. Okay. Okay, and John. Okay. Shawn. You're going for Shawn, okay. And John, I'm going to ask you this next hour while we wait for JD to come back. Shane, this is taking on the car, John. Oh, I'll be right in a second, guys. Sin Cara's not gonna win this one. It's shame is gonna put the little Mexican away with that brogue and he'll build that wall on the Mexican. Okay, all right. Uh, and of course and we'll go on and continue while we wait for J D to return. Uh, next up here, Stardust and Stone Cold Steve Austin. John. Well I'm gonna well I'm gonna tell you like it is. I'm gonna whoop Stardust ass. I'm gonna I'm going to take him into the nearest turnbuckle I can find. I'm going to put some stink on it. I'm going to stomp a mud hole water in his ass, then walk and dry, and then I'm going to give him Stone Cold Stunner water, and then I'm going to pin him one, two, three, drink my beer, and then go to White Castle to give me some water burgers. I want a water burger with cheese. A water burger without cheese. Fr- and some french fries and some drinks. And some tequila and more beer, and that's the bottom line. Cause Stone Cold said so. <laughs> JD, have you returned? Yes, not okay. Next up here, Sting versus Tatsumi Fujinami. Oh man, this is going to be a good match between both these WCW's former stars, but. Are we talking about Sting 91, Sting 99, or Sting now? I, would, I think, well, Sting is the last game they kind of separated it by, uh, by different Stings. But in 2K17, in this case, I think it would be the one now. We'll just say that. Okay, I'll go with Sting. Well, I'll with Sting. Okay, J.D., have you returned yet? He's on the floor of the toilet paper now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, okay. Anyway, uh, we'll, we'll come back. back. And, 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 and he has found the toilet paper now. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here's the matches that you, Mister JD, will go back to him. Okay. Sheamus, Sheamus and Sin Cara. Ah, uh, Sheamus. Okay. Stardust and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Texas Rattlesnake stuns Mister Stardust and sends them out in the stars. And seen stars. 
and Sting, Sting and Tatsumi Fujinami. Good match against the Young Dragon because I just watched some old footage of him when he was in the WWE, but you still can't go wrong with a Stinger. Okay. All right, gentlemen, we'll both, both will go back and we'll do this, this one right here. Titus Neal and Triple H. This is Triple H as he is today, AD. Hmm. Well, guess what? The Titus brand ain't working, is it, Titus? You could be eliminated here, and you are going to be eliminated here. Okay, and John? The sledgehammer takes down the Titus brand. Okay. Bring the hammer down on the Titus brand. <laughs> there yeah. you go. That's it. All right, here we go. Here with the next one. Tyler Breeze and Apollo Crews. J.D. These two faced each other once before in Brooklyn, I remember, a couple of years ago. Apollo Crews is good. He's sort of like Lashley. He's grown up. I mean, he's pretty decent. But you can't go with the gorgeous one. Mmm, gorgeous. Prince Pretty's here. And yes, he will win. Ooh, I can't believe you, know? you would say that. Hey, Tyler Brace is a good wrestler, man. I like his cockiness. He's a good heel. He's fantastic. And John, your pick here? You know what? I'll do this. Is it my eyes? Or am I special? <laughs> you can't deny my beauty shot. <laughs> Tyler Breeze. Okay, all right. And this is going to be a blowout match right here. I think both of y'all will definitely agree. Goldberg and Nakamura, J.D. Nakamura, maybe the king of the small style, maybe the Kinshasa, but guess what? There's only one man who does the spear so well, and his name is Goldberg. And John. Goldberg's going to activate Nakamura, and he's going to activate the spear and activate the jackhammer. Okay. Next up here, we're almost done here, guys. A little bit extended edition here of Revolution 282. Typhoon and Tyson Kidd, J.D. Typhoon, and speaking of which, I'm going to send out to get well wishes to him because I know he's just got home from the hospital. Absolutely, and John. Well, if anybody can take down Typhoon, you have to look for experience in Tyson Kidd because he is from the dungeon. So I'm going with Tyson Kidd. You're crazy. He's going to get squashed like a bug. No, no, no he'll, he'll, he'll have a shot. Yeah. Going on with Tyson Kidd here, okay? Uh, mm-hmm. Where did all the the toilet paper's in your knees, Chad. In my knees? I was only getting with you. Okay, okay. well, I know you were, but that's, but that's okay. Hey, hey, that's the way to keep the laughs going. Okay. Next up here, Ultimate Warrior and Undertaker. And this is the Undertaker as he is now, J.D. Well, the warrior may have the power of the warrior nation, but you still cannot go against the dead man here. Okay, and John. Uh, ultimate warrior, your soul will belong to me. Rest in peace. Wow. Fantastic. <laughs> JD, anything yeah. you would not like to add to that? I just think the warrior is in way over his head. Let's just say this. Next up here, Vader and Zack Ryder, JD. It's time. It's time. It's Vader 
time. John. Vader. Okay. Next up here, Jack Swagger and Jake the Snake Roberts, J.D. <laughs> Guess what, Swagger? You're going to be slimed by Damien. Uh, the Snake is going to have three simple words for you. D. D. T. There you go, and John. Jake the Snake Roberts, D. D. T. And this next thing we're going to do this as it well as I originally did it would be a triple threat here. Who, which one of these three would win? JBL, Jim the Anvil, Nightheart, and John Cena, JD. The wrestling god himself, JBL. John. I'm going to win that one, Michael. I'm going to beat Jim Nightheart and John Cena, both of them, Michael, at the same time, Michael. Oh, my God, I love it, Michael. And, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much, sir. Uh, John and JD, of course, are bringing here for. Uh, some uh, interesting fantasy matchups here using the 2K17 roster here tonight. We did get that on tap here tonight. We do. Thank you very much. And on that note here, gentlemen, but of course, we're now past the 11.30 mark here tonight, so we're going to go ahead and uh, unless John or JD has anything they wish to add. Yes, I, I would I would like to have the chance to have a lot to add. Um, everyone out there in San Antonio this Sunday night, Everyone out there in San Antonio, please be be careful out there because there's going to be a lot of 60,000 fans on there. So hopefully if you if you flew into San Antonio, if you got tickets down there and flew into San Antonio, be, care, be extremely cautious, stay safe out there, and be extreme, extremely careful. And this Sunday night, I will go on live on Facebook after the Royal Rumble to talk all about it. And I'm sure me and JD will have a lot to discuss on Raw Radio about it. But I am and keeping NXT. my keep, yes. But I am keeping keeping this in notice, folks. So everybody down there in San Antonio, have a good time down there. Have a lot of fun. Enjoy enjoy the matches. Enjoy NXT and specific and especially enjoy enjoy the chaos and always re- and always remember the Alamo. Good night, everyone. Good night, there, John. Thank you very much, JD. Anything you wish to add there this evening? Well, tomorrow hopefully I will be able to make it a double whammy here, joining you on the Power Hour. And if I can't, I'm sorry. Something may come up, but you never know. I'll try to be on. But definitely check us out tomorrow night, Howard, when you have Corey Graves and Tom Phillips here on Talk Show as well, as the King and I will definitely give you our version of King Ice, Howard, of NXT, Howard, my Corey Graves to my Tom, to my, uh, let's just say Alex Riley being me, Corey Graves in this case, Gerard. We will tell you how each match will go down separately with, a, with our early thoughts of the match beforehand, but we'll also break down the match that happened after and what our thoughts were after match. And, of course, Sunday, like we said, folks, I already got my predictions in, however. But, yes, this Monday, folks, we're going to have quite a week to kick off the Royal Rumble aftermath into WrestleMania, if you will, as we will be talking about TakeOver. We will be talking about 
the Rumble. Hopefully, some of our bets will be made up. Also, hopefully, if I can effort this weekend at some point, or even sometime prior to Raw Radio Monday, we might have a return of an old familiar guest who was just inducted into the Hall of Fame tonight. My very good friend, Mr. Michael Sam Houston, might be joining us in the 4 o'clock hour, hopefully this Friday, or excuse me, Monday, and will share with us at least hopefully for an hour or so, if he can make it this Monday, however, or when he can make it again. But hopefully this Monday, we want to try to get him back on. He will have some great, great stories to talk about with, about from the past and also share with his thoughts about this past weekend's activities as well. <clears throat> Thank you very much there, J.D. Indeed, of course, like I said, an action-packed weekend here. Of course, tomorrow with Power Hour and Attitude Radio, tomorrow afternoon and tomorrow evening. Then, of course, <clears throat> Sunday afternoon, special edition of Revolution. Will be our will be our prediction show for the 2017 WWE Royal Rumble at five o'clock. Of course, one three eight zero five five pound power hour tomorrow afternoon is one four one three six four pound and Attitude Radio tomorrow night will be one three eight nine eight two pound as well. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, we thank you very much for joining us here tonight. Of course, like I said, as we as we end the week here, of course, we once again want to say give our congratulations. Once again, to the following, the franchise, Dandy Girolamo, Fonzie, Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, <clears throat> King Ice, King NWO, Gerard T. Smith, and the Iceman, Jared D. Girolamo, uh, Lowdown, Kendrick Smith, and, of course, tonight our cele- in our celebrity wing, uh, Michael Sam Houston, and, of course, legendary announcer, Gary Michael Capetta, of course, now officially part of the class of the WWUS Hall of Fame, class of 2017. On that note, we want to thank everyone for joining us here tonight for episode 282, which, of course, in addition to being on TalkShoot.com, it is, of course, now through the live video feature on the Revolution Revolution Radio Facebook page. This will be posted on the Revolution Radio Facebook page here momentarily, and then you can go back and listen, uh, give your thoughts and opinions about everything that was said here tonight. Uh, and, uh, and we'd like to get your thoughts and opinions on that as well. As well as, like I said, all, all the, of course, our Tuesday and Wednesday editions of Revolution and last night's edition of End Up Bill Wolfpack, of course, were all simulcast this week. We'd love to give your take on it and see what everyone thought about, thought about our process here. We'd love to get your, <clears throat> we'd love to get your opinion, thoughts and opinions on that as well. So, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we want, I want to, <clears throat> of course, say for TNWO, Gerard T. Smith, the Iceman, Jared D. Girolamo, the human suplex machine, John Gross, uh, <clears throat> our, of course, uh, uh, returning Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, as well as, of course, our special, our unexpected special guest here tonight, Mr. Michael Sam Houston, of course, a recent addition to the 2017 WWUS Hall of Fame. This is Mr. WWUS Chad Hinshaw saying thank you so much for joining us here tonight for episode 282 of Revolution. Of course, Revolution is a broadcast of the WWUS radio network right here on TalkShoe.com. <clears throat> we're over one year older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Everyone, take care. See you in the ring. As always, here in the radio network, God bless. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
Chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.